Bantha Talkers. My name is Zach. And I'm Jonathan. I'm Ethan. Yeah, he's back. We're back. The Bantha Gang. <laughs> the Bantha Gang. <laughs> the Bantha Herd. Yes. If you will. That it's, works. That works. It's been a while since our last into the mall. Like like a month. <laughs> as, as, it, as, it, as it always is. That's so funny. It makes me <laughs> want to not record this. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> Today we are going into the mall to discuss the Phantom Menace. Yes, we are. So, sit Which back. Which on paper is what started it all. Technically. But, but it's not. Yeah, from a certain point of view. <laughs> from a certain point of view. <laughs> so, join us. Uh, get back. Grab your pod racer. Race on <laughs> over to the, your nearest podcasting station and join us into the mall. Again, our friend Ethan returns. <laughs> you know him from Empire Strikes Back fame. Yes. His favorite Star Wars film. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. So, spoiler alert, I like this even less. Um, yeah. I really so this don't, one's more it's, understandable. It's a great, yeah, it's a great contrast, because in this one, I think Jonathan and I both like this film a decent bit. I think it added a lot to the Star Wars universe, and then Ethan over here doesn't like it as much as I'm, we do. I'm really not a fan. I, I is watched it, least, is it your least favorite? No, not of all of the films. Last Jedi is your least favorite, um, isn't it? The Last Jedi is my least favorite. Oh, weird! Um, wow. Followed very closely by The Force Awakens, and then this one. This that's another wild. take. See, I like um, The Force Awakens. I like this slightly more than The Force Awakens, but that's, that's wild. to say um, it's a bottom three for me. Come on. When they're coming out of the mist and force speed, it, come on. I, I, it's amazing. That's actually a good point. The force speed thing, I love any time. I'm about to ruin the thing that you think is going to be good because okay just bear with well, me well I, I, I know force speed I think is bad I love the fact anytime, anytime an arcane force power enters the canon I love yeah. that um, anything that we're used to in the games like Academy when that shows up in a film I'm thrilled mm -hmm. and that whether that's speed in this movie or whether that's healing in episode 9 yeah. it's different and it's something we're used to outside of the films I love seeing essentially a cameo of force power yeah so I, I think it's kind of cool anytime you see that even though if it looks a little goofy it's neat my yeah. only issue with it is you never see it again in live That's action very movies true. and I'm like even if it's an arcane force power like maybe Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan like are the few right. people that can do it Obi-Wan should be using that more oh I totally agree it like, would be tough to write for so OP. Specifically <laughs> at really the end is. of the film when he's rushing down the hallway to save his master. Like, maybe a little bit of force speed. Yeah! Would have been nice at that moment. Literally. Just zoom, just zoom, mean, zoom, man. Anytime ever, also. Yeah. Anytime that like, Obi-Wan's yeah, ever just, been in a situation. Just, literally, <laughs> that's all you have to do is like, oh, wait, that's right. I think I have force speed. It's like he only... Rem <laughs> it's it's, lo it's looks so weird. It does. But, I mean, it's like he can only do it if Qui-Gon's there. Maybe Qui Gon. You know that would it's explain. A force. It's what a if it's, in the force. what if it's a force ability that you can almost like grab people with, and Qui Gon was able to do it. I'd hate that. And so <laughs> Obi Wan couldn't do it. I mean, that would explain a little bit why Obi Wan never used it. But that's just a weird. Well, something else interesting, and it could just be maybe it is something that takes a lot of skill and honing, and in that moment, luck of the draw, Obi Wan figured it out enough to succeed. Because as we see later in the film. Qui-Gon embraces um, 
elements of the force that not everyone does. Yeah. Whether it's the battle meditation, Obi Wan just stands there. Yeah. And you know, it's something that I'm I'm not sure we do we ever see force meditation happen again or battle meditation, whatever you like to call that it. That was definitely battle meditation. Yeah. Do we see it again in the films? I don't think so. It's so you know maybe you're, maybe there is something to it that um, it's less common. It's maybe harder to hone or it takes a lot out of a yeah. person and they're like well I think I'll just manage this on my own swordsmanship yeah well I think battle meditation is one of those abilities that's almost a gift oh like if you that's at least in the that old, actually old, would explain a lot in the old republic it was like Basta Lashan. Mm-hmm. she was one of the few people that could do battle meditation I just assumed Obi-Wan was a little less disciplined no it's like a, it's like it's like Shatterpoint essentially Shoot. it's like a gift that only few people have I actually I love that now yeah that's really so cool. that would that would to me. I mean, it's it, it's a cool thing about Qui-Gon is, is that like you know every I feel like every Force builder has that one strength. Like we were talking before the show, how Ezra from yeah. Rebels, his like strength is communicating with like organisms, like animals and yeah. stuff. That's like his thing. And then you've got Plo Koon um, with like his yellow Force judgment. Force, yeah, judgment. Force judgment. Yeah. You got Mace Windu, Shatterpoint, Satil Shan had two to menace. You know, everyone has their thing. That's and cool. That's I guess that's one of Qui-Gon's. Anakin is literally the chosen one. Anakin... And he also slaughtered is, his entire cult. His is angry. Is, oh, I was going to say whining, but... <laughs> it's angry. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's really incredible. So that'll fan a menace. His, his, his power is having a rough childhood. <laughs> that's, that's his super ability. Uh, I would say um, early on when we're seeing, the, I guess, what, the court of Naboo... Yeah. Um, I love the freaking wardrobe design. God design this movie. Yeah. It's, it's so yeah. good. But what's interesting is that it seems to only be for royalty. Because everyone else um, is like in drapes. They're just stuff. like yeah. very chill and it's it's not fancy. It's not like Eastern inspired. It's only the queen and her guard that have this yeah. heightened wardrobe. And also, they're the only ones that speak with such reservation. Yeah, They're very solemn. Very stoic. No yeah. one else in the court is. They're like... They're like arguing, which I find interesting as to why there's this expectation that the queen should be so extremely reserved and stoic, but the rest of the court doesn't have to be. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because you would think if it's it's their society, maybe. Yeah. But that's interesting that she really holds to that in any time she's within the guise of the queen. Yeah. Which huh. uh, that's uh, that takes a lot, I would imagine. I would say, yeah. But uh. Okay. But the ship designs in this movie love them I think um, like everything about the Trade Federation all of their ship oh. designs are so cool like the Luker Hulk the troop transport carrier they're pretty cool love they're all pretty of cool. it the MTT yeah. the, a- the AAT I always, I always get it mixed up with the ATAT but all of those designs love them to death is the queen ship an N1 or something like that? The like N1 is the Starfighter. That's the yellow, sleek Starfighter. Yeah. The queen's ship. The Blue Royal Cruiser. Yeah, man. That is one of the chromium, yeah. most attractive ships in the canon. Sleek. It's so sleek. It's like yeah. the perfect retro future vision of a spaceship. Yeah, it's absolutely. So cool. I really it's, it's You're so telling me you don't like the Razor Crest design <laughs> as far as a sleek looking ship? Oh, very sleek. It's the sleekest of them all. It's so beautiful. Or, uh, or what was it, Houndstooth? That's my Hound's favorite. Tooth. That's my yeah. favorite ship, Bosk's ship. It just, uh, yeah. it's just blocked with this itty-bitty booster on the bottom. The slave one. <laughs> slave one. Okay, that's a cool ship, though. It's pretty cool. It it's is cool for It's cool for its weirdness. It like, just it flies vertically. It's yeah. so cool. That's a weird That's a weird thing. But uh, 
we're getting into different movies and all that's kinds. what that happens. Was when, me. That was me. <laughs> that's what happens when we talk about anything. We get Jar Jar Binks though. One of the greatest travesties. Travesties. I'm <laughs> <laughs> about to say, uh, you know, we, we the introduction to this movie the is the fact that he was bullied though makes me love him more. Because I just feel bad. I feel. I mean, I, I think it's terrible anytime yeah. a group of people decide to turn that on the artist. Yeah, it. it's a character. But I don't like the character anymore. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the character, but I like. I'm okay with him being there just because of what he went through. I think that's an interesting point. The archetype of the character having this kind of fish out of water scenario who becomes <laughs> fish out of. I'm yeah, sorry, it's a gun game. I didn't think about that. <laughs> that is hilarious. He becomes like this pseudo guide for them. I mean, he does prove useful even within this film. Um, I think that's I mean, fairly interesting. He's crucial. He's he, just he's, annoying. Yeah. I think he's... That, you know, that, that, that is a fair point, because without, without Jar Jar, they, they, they would have, no, have, yeah, they they have, have no inroad to the Gungan City. And they would have been stuck with the Federation. They probably could have died. At least, at least more people would have died. There would yeah. have been greater casualties. Um, like, you compare it to, like, Rose, who is a useless character that didn't do anything. Jar Jar is a useless character that actually did something. <laughs> So, you know. <laughs> the most abused people in all of Star Wars. Honestly. God characters. I hate the characters, but... Jar Jar, really, there's not much that is redeemable about his personality. I'll yeah. say, limited to the personality, I find very grating. Which is, it's funny, though, because, like, both Ovid and Kelly Matrine Tran... Kelly Tree Tran. No, Kelly Marie Tran. Both, like, seem like awesome people. But their like characters, to... the the people that wrote their characters, for example, um, Ryan Johnson, did a horrible job. Yeah, and well, I don't think anyone's gonna step up to bat for George Lucas when it comes to writing dialogue either. So. Oh, he's arguably excuse actually, me. You know what? Genuinely, that I think <laughs> that line that line gives me nightmares. I think I hate my, it. My, my sleep I hate that line more than Banks. anything else. <laughs> Standing above me in the middle of the night, going. George Lucas is, is is worse than Ryan Johnson at dialogue, hands down. He, he oh, might yeah. be the worst. Ryan Johnson is not bad at dialogue. No, he it's just the his fact story. That, the particular story, exactly. I was not yeah. fond of that. The direction of the film, whereas this, the dialogue is is genuinely bad in some cases. That doesn't. I will say, <laughs> Mister. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. They have to make him like sound stupid. We have all of these other Gungans, and, and they, they're they're normal. They're and cool. they, I mean, yeah, they have like varied English. That could be another conversation, but they actually speak coherently. Yeah. What happened to Jar Jar? Was he dropped on his head? <laughs> what is happening? Which it's it's actually really funny because the Gungan guards in that city I thought were so cool when I first saw it. I don't see Jar Jar, and I guess when I was watching it for the first time, I was kind of expecting all Gungans to be like Jar Jar, well, and then you get just to imagine. the city, yeah, <laughs> and they're they're really cool, and you're like, oh, why this does is weird. so? Why does Boss Mass look di- look so different? Like he looks like a different species. Yeah, he's a uh, so that species is a um, the. Gungans have like basically, from what I understand, I'm not going to get this exactly right, but there are two subspecies of Gungan. There's the lower class, which is Jar Jar, uh-huh. like a lower sort of class. Like Jar Jar's like look, but they have the long, flappy ears. Uh-huh. And then there's Boss Nass's species, which is like the superior. Like he's always like he's always like that species is always like the monarch, you know, the, the elected, like the official. Okay. Sort of thing. The platypus there was, and the frog. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. and there like apparently they, there was a civil war and the Boston Nasty species basically came out on top. It's much darker than I thought. 
Yeah. I don't know the exact details. I could be really butchering that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Honestly, here's the thing. Uh, the beginning of this movie, I do not hate. I thought it was strong. I like, and here's the thing. Another thing about the this movie. The fish scene was cool as heck. Yeah. And I, I want to, I want to get, uh, like we see Obi-Wan Qui-Gon introduced in a cool way. I really like that shadowiness. I like the, uh, the sort of, uh, here's the thing. Another thing I noticed about this film, it, there are actual sets. Yeah, I physical so sets well. that yeah. goes a long way, and it's it helps so much in the look of the movie. Like there's there are a couple times in the movie I'm like that looks really bad. Yeah, sometimes, but yeah. there aren't very. It's a lot less often in this movie than in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, Attack of the Clone <laughs> almost every time like we see it, like anyone oh I'm like goodness. that looks terrible. Yeah, almost every time in this movie I don't do that too often. I know because there's physical sets and yeah, it does a lot of favors. It, it works well for uh, I, I, you know and um just the it the scenery too is so diverse in this movie. Absolutely, like if you think about it, very few scenes are alike in this movie. You're always moving to new places, to new things, doing different stuff. If you think about it, you, you land at Naboo for like you know well first you're in a spaceship. Yeah. Then you land on uh, like a a jungle kind of place that you don't see again. You're underwater for a good bit. Then you go to the uh, like the politician's palace and stuff. Then you're in space. You go to Tatooine. Like you're always moving to different places. I think that does the movie a huge favor too because it doesn't get stagnant. Well, yeah, and I, you know I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna throw this out there right away. I do not hate Jar Jar as much as everyone else. I don't. Yeah. No. I do not have. <laughs> Why is that? No, what what is it? Is it? Do you feel neutral or? I it's a mix. You know, I think growing up as a kid, I it never bought. He never really? bothered me as a kid. I was sometimes like, oh, that's kind of funny. Really? Uh, Jar Jar kind of made me laugh. The, the tongue scene. I love that scene. Oh, I didn't like that scene. No. Well, I never <laughs> liked that scene in any time. In my just, just a... <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> so that was one time I was like, that's gross, man. Just relax. You're at a dinner table and it gets home. Can you relax? I thought it was hilarious. I thought that was rude. Was so long. It was rude. He was, in a guest, he was in a guest home, and he's just being But a, his tongue is like five feet long, and he just freaking yeeted a whole apple into his face. And that's rude. That's awesome. <laughs> that's rude. I'd like to see you swallow a whole apple. I, but why? <laughs> what does <laughs> that mean? Exactly. I don't want to. I don't what want do to do that in a guest home. What do you mouth, Jar Jar? He's, he's able to do it. Well, you see, that's the thing. I don't. I never. I never despised him. I never did. Even now, like I watch him, he does not make me physically angry at so many people I, and here's the thing I 100% understand why sure. it makes people physically angry yeah. it's just for me personally I it just he just never did I think well growing up for me uh, I wouldn't say I liked him I never I don't know that I really had strong opinions yeah. I just I didn't necessarily have an affinity for him the way I think it was intended yeah. I think it was supposed to play to the audience and I was, was relatively young when this came out in 99 um, it, just, it didn't necessarily work for me and I think as time went on that War thin. Mm-hmm. Makes uh, sense. I mean, I'm going to speak on, on behalf of most, like, seven to eight-year-old kids that watch this movie. We were just waiting for the lightsaber scenes so we could get our own <laughs> lightsabers and dance around the recliner, you know, act like we're Jedi. That, that's, <laughs> I didn't pay attention to anything until, like, that's way true. later in life. Like, for, for the first, like, I just, for example, Attack of the Clones, I would watch that whole movie just to see that one scene with that Hailfire droid missile when it's going, <laughs> I would watch a whole movie just for that one scene. That's all I cared about. You don't get a great deal of that in this film, I will say. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fairly political. Um, yeah, it's very restrained. I guess would be a, a polite way to put it. 
Um, the thing is, there's there's not so much direct conflict scenes, but mm-hmm. there's indirect conflict. You have like the pod racer scene yeah. and the fish. I love that fish sequence. It's so mm-hmm. cool. There's like a lot of action in it, but it's not like you said. It's not like fighting yeah. action. And I don't necessarily mind that. Um, I think that I think I would prefer it if they showed us more of the intention behind the actions instead of just having three, four, six conversations yeah. about what they're going to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Also, Kato Nemoidians. Yeah. Thoughts? What specifically? Uh, they are racist stereotypes. Give me your thoughts first, because I wasn't entirely sure where the public stood looking back all of these years. Yeah. I, so far I understand that it's Asian stereotypes, is what people often say. That's certainly what I thought when I watched this last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, people were saying the same thing about Jar Jar, though. Yeah. I don't know, and I could not, I, I didn't know what the stereotypes, I, I didn't understand. Well, I've also heard the same thing about Watto. Yeah. Yeah, and there's... I and, think the one that holds most water is technically Watto, because it's not purely... I think a lot of these are just purely accent-based. Yeah. yeah. Less about the actions behind it. That's true. There was more criticism around Watto um, having such an obsession with money. Yeah. Um, Lucas apparently said, no, 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 it's not that at all. It's something else entirely, which necessarily didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, I, I... Being completely... I have... That... These... This... This conversation has never crossed my mind. Really? Well, no, when we never. were that age watching yeah. this, we well, weren't yeah, talking well, about sure. that either. But, like, um, even even recently. Like, I've, I've never picked up on that, actually. Now, I haven't seen this in a very long time. Um, and I would probably give some of this, some of them a pass. Um, I don't necessarily think anything is malicious. But especially Jar Jar. What you're saying, like, the way they, they speak and stuff but is the, reminiscent. The Nemodians, I think, are extremely yeah. hard to watch. I mean, it's... It's... I feel like it's at least with the context watching it now is very obvious it is I would maybe hesitate to share this with like if I was a father and I'd be like oh look at this no strings attached this is how it's supposed to be I wouldn't feel super comfortable it's I think it makes at least it makes me now a little bit uncomfortable to see the way that they wrote the characters Mm -hmm. or at least the way that they wrote the dialogue and decided maybe it could have gone through Q&A a little bit more yeah Oh, there's a different, you know, 99 yeah. people weren't thinking. Yeah, like, I, eh, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Beyond that, I don't necessarily think they do anything with the characters. It's not their actions yeah. so much as yeah. it's quite their simply pres- their accents. Pres- presentation, yeah. We got to see a lot of cool things in this movie. More, I'm going back and watching it again. Again, we got to see Qui-Gon Jinn, yeah. which is one of my favorite Star Wars characters, and Darth Maul, two of my favorite Star Wars characters yeah, for sure. ever. Um, and the effects, going back to the effects, I... The droids look really good. They look surprisingly good. They look yeah, really good. They actually, I mean, the fact that in 1999, like that just, yeah. it, it genuinely blows my mind sometimes. Honestly, the skin of the CGI characters looks surprisingly good. No, they don't look good. Yeah, they do. They do. I, was, I was actually impressed. It's a, it, it's, it's weird, because watching this movie again for this, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. I love how we meet Sheev in this movie. I think that, it's so This cool. movie has one of my favorite Palpatine uh, is one of my favorite representations of Palpatine ever. What specifically? Uh, He's just so... He's in this movie more than a lot of the other ones. Like, the Palpatine himself. Like, it's... Like, uh, both sides of him. We can see both sides of him a lot in this movie. We can see see good old sheep, your friendly neighborhood sheep, Palpatine, (laughs) and Senate. And you can see the dark, twisty Phantom Menace. Yeah. And Ian McDermott's performance is fantastic. I love Palpatine in this movie. 
I, I, this is one of my favorite movies for Palpatine. He's just yeah. so sinister, and he's always he's always he knows everything that's happening. He's always like, oh no, this makes sense. Let's do this. Like, oh no, that that this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. Yeah. And like when someone something throws him a loop, like he's like, oh well, that doesn't make sense. Well, we'll do this instead. It's just I love I love him in this movie. He's so maniacal and shadowy and spooky. He's the Phantom Menace. He is the Phantom Menace. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You guys ever notice how many times there'll be ones that like jump split move? That's a good one. That's a he, classic. It's like his starter every time. I love it. He's a good. He's, you know, he's he's a good man. He doesn't like. Kicks <laughs> Kenobi. That's what they call him. He doesn't continue. I want to see this in the, his own series. Give me some double kicks. They better. <laughs> you need to do the, the the double kicks and the two finger pointer. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you've got to do the two finger pointer. You have to yeah, at this that's point. That's the only it's, way. That's the only. It's, it's the only thing to do. That's what he is known for. It's, it's Ewan McGregor <laughs> and the two finger pointer. Everyone knows. <laughs> it. Everybody, everybody knows the rules. Two finger pointer. <laughs> that's how you know he's a Bond Kenobi. You know. That's how to distinguish him from It looked like him. You know? did, he, did he do the two finger pointer? No. Yeah, no, 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 it wasn't not, Kenobi. It, it wasn't him. Exactly. Let's be real. I just like how this whole movie is like a constant run slash chase movie. I could think of oh, like really? at least one other film. Oh, really, like, Zach? Yeah. You do like well, that, do you? Well, thing, <laughs> you do like that. There's a difference. There's, there's there? a big difference. See, I, I don't know that I would... That's not the first thing I think of when I think of this movie. Because You think of boredom. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm Jar Jar Binks involved? But, but, I mean, but for a lot of it, they're grounded. They're trying to get back off, off the planet. Yep. Yeah. That's very true. They're still. I mean, they I'll, are being pursued. Yeah, I think. I think for me, and I, you're you're right that it's not like a con. It's like a Need for Speed movie where like the whole movie <laughs> is like going full throttle. I think for me, it's just they're always trying to move somewhere or get away or do this thing that it yeah. kind of for me it feels like a run chase movie. Yeah. You know, like they're always trying. They have. They always have a new objective. They're never like waiting. You know, I feel like in some movies it's like preparation almost, but in this movie your your protagonists are never sitting around waiting for the antagonist to do something. They're just constantly going. That's how. That's kind of how I how I kind of view it. I disagree but. strongly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Also, Obi Wan is like a mechanic. No. Is he though? <laughs> he was like, "Oh Apparently. yes, this is broken." Obi Wan's like, "Can you fix?" Or uh, Qui Gon's like, "Can you fix it?" He's like, "I don't know. You're my master, dude." Yeah, <laughs> you tell me. You fix you be it. Teaching me. How we'll to... use the force. That's not how the force works. <laughs> A classic, if you will. Uh, so we we leave the new R two though. We do get R two D two. We got R two D two himself after we leave. Uh, we leave Naboo. He's just chilling on that uh, royal cruiser. Then uh, they they fight in space. Then they get away to Tatooine. Like, oh, let's go to this planet on Tatooine, Tatooine that I'm sure we'll never return to again, ever again. You know, Tatooine's one to one shotter. And then um, we see they go there like every movie. Honestly, Viceroy <laughs> Gunray shows up at the table with Papa Palpatine himself, and we get introduced to one of the greatest villains of all time, oh, the yes. Spider. You know, projector. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Darth <laughs> <laughs> Maul! Darth freaking Maul. The man himself. I love him. What's funny is a really unpopular opinion. I wasn't really that big a, in, like I wasn't that big of a fan of his until late Clone Wars. 
I think you draw out a very interesting point. Ha-ha. Um, because I would have said for a long time that the two things I like about this movie are the pod races and Darth Maul. Yeah. And the pod races go on for ten whole minutes, which is plenty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whereas Darth Maul doesn't have much to do in this Oh, yeah. There's genuinely yeah. not much he character just development. He shows up. He doesn't say like anything. No. Three it's lines. Extremely minimal. You don't know much about him. Be like he is only as cool as your imagination allows. Wow, what yeah. a good way to put it. That, that is, I mean, is so. And he looks cool. So I have a yeah. really garbage imagination. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in many ways, for a long time, it was just legends that told yeah. us uh, how cool he could be. That like they brought him back to life yeah. in a almost grievous way. Yeah. With the legs that uh. were originally drawn for him. Um, that made him so cool, but it wasn't necessarily cool because of this movie. He was cool because of what came later. Yeah, I think that's an incredible thing to yeah. point out because I do like him. I love how he looks. Great job, concept artists. No. But it's what he becomes yeah. that I and love I, so much. I think for me what stood out to me, and the reason why I didn't really get by his character is in this movie particularly, he seemed like nothing more than a pawn. He has no agency! Yeah. You're so sense. right! He's just, he's just a pawn. You know, he's just an extension of whatever she wanted to do. Yep. And, I and love, so for me, I was like, there's no character there. It's I just totally it's just, see what you're saying. It's just a, a shell. Essentially. Which is what makes his character so much interesting later on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When he's, he literally says, oh wow, he literally says he was a pawn. Yeah. So on season yeah. 7 yeah. finale, he goes, he, he just like, he's so self-aware. He's like, oh yeah, I was a pawn. I was a pawn yeah. of the Sith. And, like, Darth Maul right now is one of my all-time favorite villains. Me too. Like, Me too. love him so much. So but good. just, like, as far as his theatrical appearances go, wasn't yeah. really that big of a fan of us. Yeah. You know, I was, I was like, he's okay, you know? I loved him from day one. By and large. <laughs> he's about to run over this kid. <laughs> uh, I think in many ways it's, um, it's carried by Qui-Gon. I think he has oh, some of the most interesting um, characterization. Yeah, uh, just the way he he pays attention to the scenes around him. He takes what he's told seriously, and you see that influences later actions. Like yeah, he's it's like all the writing energy went into how we were going to represent Qui Gon, and in that regard, it really pays off. Yeah, George well, looks like, think, well, shoot, we're hiring Liam Neeson. I better put in some effort here. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really cool too to see the dynamic between Qui Gon and Obi Wan. Yeah. Obi Wan is so by the books. It's very different. He, yeah, he's like just. You know why? He, when he said, "Like you know, why do I get the feeling we picked up another useless life form?" You know, <laughs> that was really mean. <laughs> well, I just, just the the difference in their characters. Like Qui Gon is just he, he he's gonna do what he thinks is morally right. Yeah. Whereas Obi Wan believes the rules are what makes it. exactly. And I think yeah. I, I, I Qui Gon is one of my favorite characters in so, all of Star so Wars. He's he's a true gray Jedi. Really, Ooh, well, yeah. It's um. Dead. I just love him so much. Obviously, Liam Neeson's playing him. That's one thing. How'd you yeah. like that do back? I want. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> I can't stand it. Okay, Once it looked again, better. The do back looked better in this movie yeah. than I knew. Hope. I mean, can you have a desert planet without a do back? Well, it yeah, I would hope so. Because a new hope makes me want to die every time I watch it. I'm like, that is actually atrocious. The, the whole screen is just green. I can't stand it. that entire scene. Like, whatever. That's a different different movie. Yeah. We went over this. Whenever it's awful, but uh, we meet Annie first time. We see, yeah, Ash. when they and on Tatooine, yeah. they all show up to the shop, and there's Watto, everyone's favorite Star Wars character. He's kind of cool though. Watto, I like yeah. Watto. I, I, I don't hate Watto. I never really cared the, for him um, because once again, you know my I theme here. Care. 
I think he's a jerk, and therefore I don't like him. That's the, that's the thing that's, right there. That's that's Mark Wahlberg. If the characters mean, unless they're like a, intentionally a villain, I don't like them. Well, oh, yeah. I think he's an interesting. <laughs> Listen, I'm not even gonna weigh in on that. It's your business. Okay, okay. Like the thing is, like for example, Mace Windu is supposed to be good, yeah. right? But he's a jerk to people. So is Anakin. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, but different, in a different way. I just wanted to throw in that out there. There's there's a different dynamic. Where does Leia I, I actually Windu. I think your argument, um, especially around Mace, is is pretty valid. That's what I base all my arguments around because that's like the one thing I've got like you can't win over Mace man he's a butthole I feel like Mace win- that was intentional absolutely oh, yeah. oh, and, well, once again great character fantastically written character but don't like him so Leia Leia could be pretty strong I love strong. Leia man and I love a jerk Leia so much. and a new hope do you not like Leia but I think it's funny I think Leia is funny yeah a there's hope. a difference though because Mace Windu just his demeanor is like it's <laughs> the way just, he sits so just, just aggressively good in Actually, I, I don't even think he's likable in this film yeah it, I think it's like the most likable Mace Windu has ever been is the 2D animation yeah Clone stellar Wars. that was an incredible with episode. the huge forehead and chin <laughs> the chin that could slice through air it could have been that droid army with nothing but a chin oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was yeah no 2D slice Mace Windu metal like butter is genuinely top tier but, uh, yeah. you know, I don't know. I have a, like, I know it doesn't make sense, but some characters, I think they're mean and they're cool. And other characters think they're mean and I don't like them. <laughs> That's interesting. That's going to be interesting. There's no trend. So wait, There's no trend. There is. So wait, okay. I'm Now I am confused because you almost had me sold. Oh, you're confused. <laughs> <laughs> you mean everyone listening. So Ethan said Anakin was a jerk. Do you like Anakin? See, I don't think he was a jerk. <laughs> he killed his entire religion. <laughs> okay, that's, he that's slaughtered children. Totally chill. It's okay. But that's like the end. That's like the end of the thing. Like throughout the that's rest the of the of movies, it. I think he's been like manipulated, and he's had a really rough life. <laughs> you know what? You know? Like he's, if he's a little bit emotional, I get it. I get it because do you, do you everyone remember? around him has died. Do you remember Attack of the Clones when he slaughtered an entire village? I do. Including the men, not just the men and women, I do. but the women and the children too? And I think that was bad, but Whoa. I don't think <laughs> that doesn't make him a jerk. Why? What's, what's, what's the difference between... Mace Windu never the, killed kids. Because a jerk is all about the attitude, right? <laughs> just being bad is about what you do. It's not who I am underneath. Anakin is a very bad man. But he's not a jerk. Well, speaking of Anakin, whilst he was still an innocent young child, yeah, um, I'll say this, and especially where it where it intersects with George's writing, yep. there are some lines that are pretty rough. Oh yeah. Oh, the whole dialogue. But, well, yeah, a lot of them are. Um, but the way they're delivered, I mean, I actually consistently believe him as a as a young um, naive child. Like the delivery to me. Oh, even I in the dumbest had, lines, they still I feel very honest. I never had an issue with, with think, little Anakin. I think he actually does a pretty good job as a child actor. Like yeah. better than a, I never better than had most of the era. Like yeah. in wow. 1999, you weren't getting child actors. That I mean, were doing honestly, that well. comparing him to Natalie Portman in this movie, I don't think she did a very good job. I, there are definitely times it feels like she's phoning it in hardcore. Honestly, wow. like it was funny. I watched a movie. I can't remember what movie I watched the other day. Um, and Natalie Portman was in it. Annihilation. Sure. 
And I was like, her You're acting picking just, another bad her, example. Her acting <laughs> just is never. She has an Oscar winner. I mean, she's yeah. she's extremely talented in other in other properties, but like two of I think the worst are, appearances yeah, are yeah. these two franchises. I saw Annihilation. Have you guys seen that movie? I that love was that was good. That's that a movie. was good. The ending was really. We're going off topic here. But that ending was so weird. I love it. So it was. freaking I really, weird. Really, really like it's that like, I get what they were trying to do. I don't. But... <laughs> I never understood anything about that movie. It's great. <laughs> it was good. I liked it, you know? Jonathan's just like drooling in the corner. I, basically, that's what I always do whenever I'm watching no, a movie. I, in all fairness, I had to look up a Reddit forum to understand what was going that's on. That's all I ever do. So I had to know. look up a Reddit forum as to why people like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is in all caps? Darth Maul, Qui-Gon Jinn, obvious. <laughs> on, honestly, being completely I mean, honest, though. <laughs> we, we just see a scene um, in the early days of Tatooine where, where Jar Jar becomes a straight-up criminal. <laughs> Did you see him steal that that innocent <laughs> woman's goods? Yeah. Is that a woman? I I don't know. <laughs> I'm generating sympathy. He just steals it, throws it across the marketplace, hey. upsets an innocent pod racer stew. <laughs> Did you see that? He's, he's just disrupting the piece. He's stealing the real goods. villain. You know the real villain, the actual villain. Only, only a Sith Lord could be so evil. Honestly. It's a different... Hey guys, it's a different culture. Alright, maybe in Gunga City, they don't believe in currency. Maybe, you know, you just walk around, you take what you want. You just lick it up. I would believe that. I actually would, too. That's how he treats everyone else. That's how he treats the Skywalkers. <laughs> Jar Jar, do you hate Jar Jar? He's a jerk. Um, not until now. Once Ethan pointed out, you ruined a criminal. He ruined the poor Doug's delicious no. stew. Oh man, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but Jake, you know, it is weird that you mentioned Anakin's delivery because I, I was watching it and the delivery I had a lot of issue with sometimes. Really? And it, I, I, maybe a lot is is wrong. Oh, tell but me what you think. When he said the the one line that sticks out to me the most every time I listen to it, I'm like, that's. Does not sound. It sound like he literally just he forgot oh, his line. You an angel. That's that's one that that frustrates. That's more writing. That's writing. That's yeah, right. It's the same thing. Exactly. As, it's the same thing as Hayden Christensen. There's only so much you can do with writing. Absolutely. And the fact that he is a child actor and actually is not terrible is, is something to say. But the one line when um, there he offers them shelter after the sandstorm, and he goes, "Sandstorms are very very, very dangerous. dangerous." Yeah. That line is <laughs> I, I, every time I listen to it, I'm like, "You couldn't." You could not have done another take. You couldn't have put it. How many special edition changes do you have you made, George? The retro trilogy. <laughs> put in another take. That's all you have to do. Just edit that in there. You know, have Hayden Christensen come and read of it. Hayden Christensen himself. Yeah, please. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry very, it'll, very it'll be dangerous. like uh, it'll be like Kanan in the first episode of the Bad Batch. Oh my lord! Seven year old Kanan. <laughs> so yeah, he sounded just like that. Uh, he sounded just like him. Yeah, honestly, yeah. that was an impeccable impersonation. <laughs> that is impeccable. Is Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. in our office right now? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've been working at that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But honestly, uh, it, it, then again, Jake, uh, Jake Lloyd's Anakin was another huge point of contention for this movie. I know. Didn't, never hated it. I don't think he's bad. No, he's not. He's not. Uh, again, since 1999, you don't... It, it, it was so difficult. Child actors are an interesting thing because it's either they're really great... Yeah, they're really terrible. Or you're or like, Jake Lloyd. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the infamous, like the infamous, I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. I love that line. <laughs> like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's silly. It's memeable. We love quoting yeah. it. And weirdly enough, 
I actually genuinely think that's what a kid would. That be is thinking. what a kid would say. It's what yeah. he would think, and whether or not he would say it, I actually believe that moment. Well, I think he would say it because he had R two. Yeah, why he, not? He had another. I'm gonna say conscious. You know, it's like R two, but, yeah. but there was a there was a, another conscious thing there. So why wouldn't he say it? Especially no. if you're working with that thing. You know, it makes sense. Yeah. I, now I this is pod racing. <laughs> I love that. That's one of my favorite lines in all of Star Wars. Oh, yeah. The best line in the franchise. Just, just the the audio track for the pod racing sequence makes the movie amazing. Sounds oh yeah. They, the, they, the music. Is, dude, my car the other day sounded exactly like Sepulba's pod racer. That's not good. Go, 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 go. Like I was with my fiance, and we were going, and it legit. I was like, Ashley, did you hear that? Most of like, those what? people died. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And literally, it sounded exactly like Sebulba's pod racer. It was like, yeah, oh, 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 oh. wow, it's like where the Phantom Menace yeah. spins it's, out and it's, 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 it's fine now, but you know, it it, it was. I was kind of having a good time with it. That's not a good noise. Sebulba's pod. None of the pod make, racers making you your have car to noise. Make the most of your situation. I mean, that's a way to look at it. That's what Anakin Skywalker did. It sounded like identical to it. It was yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> Jake Lloyd. I mean, again, it's just so unfortunate the map hate these actors got. Yeah. Uh, it's it's genuinely tragic. I would like to say it's a different time, but yeah, it still happens. No, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Kelly Marie Tran. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. It's not. It's nothing's changed. It's. Yeah. It's sad, but you know, uh, we went after you know we meet Wado and all those guys. We go back to uh, Anakin's home and we meet. Shmi Skywalker and yeah, Shmi Skywalker and Naked C three PO, the classic. Yeah, my favorite. Honestly, you know, who doesn't love Naked C three PO? No one. I I don't <laughs> love him. Well, okay. I prefer him clothed. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the, the six pack abs. You know, C three PO looked really good. And you know, usually he, there's no way he wasn't in a suit, right? No, no, no. there's no so, way. So basically, if I'm if I remember this correctly, um, Anthony Daniels. Is that yes. the actor? Um, right. Yeah, the character. Yeah. Right. So, you know, yeah, the actor. He went just IMDb it. You know. Um, but basically, I think he stood in a suit that they could paint out and had, like, rods, like, dowel rods attached to his limbs. <laughs> and so the, the, this model skeleton of C-3PO could move with his own actions. You'll see, like, yeah. street performers have something a lot yeah, like yeah. this in certain circumstances. However, that means they had to go into this and hand-paint the actor out of the whether it was him performing or not, I imagine it was because he values the character so much. Um, they had to like hand paint him out of the scene. That's incredible. It is insane how much yeah. effort they went into it. He has like this whole very long interview, I think, with like Variety or someone online that talks about his career. And even then, it's just so interesting, and not only to see the effort they went through and the evolution of how they allowed him to portray the character physically, yeah. but the amount of love he has for this character. Yeah. It's really, it's actually, it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm, very heartwarming. That's really cool. Especially since so many of the, how many of the actors do you know that actually like, cared about their Star Wars roles? Huh. Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels, and Ewan McGregor. Pretty much. That's about it. Pretty much. Nobody Harrison else. Ford cares about his Oh, yeah. Character. Harrison Ford is the biggest Star Wars fan. Cares, yeah. Cares about that paycheck that says Star Wars on it. Who shot first off? I don't know, and I don't care. What <laughs> a man. Man. But she's Skywalker. The, uh, the, the, vir she, the Virgin was, Mary. She was... Oh, that was weird. That's that was gonna weird. Be. That's, that's George Lucas. That's, that's the cards we're playing today. Yeah. I know, actually, a lot of people have an issue with this movie 
because of that. What's the issue? Which, what do you mean? Why? Space Jesus, pretty much. Uh, oh, well, I mean, yeah. Yes. Here's the thing. So here's... Have you all heard, you know all the theories surrounding this and how it's been canonized and recognized uh, and retconned? Palpatine did something with her cells. Basically, it, it was it was confirmed in the Vader comic series, more or less. It was However, is it really confirmed since they it's, retconned a comic recently? They retconned Kanan's comic. Tentatively, we're going to say. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know what happened. Tell me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Anakin Vader was having visions. Uh, and he saw the, the line from Revenge of the Sith. He was he was going like he was going through like uh, flashbacks, and he had a flashback of his mother being pregnant with Palpatine standing behind her, very creepily like over her stomach, manipulating. Super normal. I would do that too. Yeah. <laughs> it was very like it looks like he was mani- it's like knitting the cells. Yeah, exactly, exactly knitting the literally knitting the cells room with the line. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities, some considered to be. Unnatural. I you could sell me anything if you say those lines. Honestly, but then speak. Uh, I will never. Whatever. Sorry, didn't mean to. Well, didn't mean know. to have done that. Don't. The dark. Don't do it. Don't. I, I love those lines though, man. Just say those lines and. They're great lines, them. but you know what's not great? Skywalker. Listen. <laughs> this isn't the episode. <laughs> You're right. So, well, that was that, that was a theory. Was basically that Shmi Skywalker because obviously she goes, you know. Qui-Gon's like, who's the father? There is no father. And he seems really chill about that. Like, oh. <laughs> you know, you know, he he kind of looked at her like, oh, really? He kind of looked at her like, you know. is the, Does the prophecy have to do with that? Is Like so. the Chosen One prophecy say something like that? I, I don't, don't think it says born of the force. I don't think so. I think it did. I think, it did. I think that's exactly what it said, didn't it? Didn't it literally say born of the force? Because that would explain why he's like all internalizing and all. Look I'm going to look yeah, it up right ahead. now. But the basically what happened was that was a canon comic series. This was a canon comic series, and then of course this was before the Rise of Skywalker came out. So when the Rise of Skywalker came out, if uh, that was canonized, technically that would make Rey and Kylo uh, cousins. And then they smooched, and we all know how familial relationships and kissing goes in the Star Wars saga. So then the writer, <laughs> literally the writer of the canon, the comic series, had to come out and say that uh, no. That this was all in Anakin's mind. And it's not real. It doesn't. It doesn't make Palpatine a father. That's not how biology works. Yeah, and that's very true. But that. But everyone on Twitter was like, "So are they cousins?" Wow. I will, thank you, Twitter, for that. Twitter. Uh, hey, if there's one thing I know about Twitter is they know how to save truly franchises. I mean, experts in genealogy, <laughs> apparently. Okay, the Chosen One prophecy okay. foretold the coming of a powerfully force-sensitive being that would restore balance to the Force. I don't know. Maybe just Qui Gon. That was he was lying. That was, was the like, whole prophecy. That's the whole prop, like word oh, wow, for word. That's lame. Like, and well, the thing is, the, <laughs> the the wording of it is weird, which speaks to me, George Lucas. I don't think he wrote that. Maybe did he? That, that, did I he got that, that on Wikipedia. Wikipedia. It was probably written. That's probably Legends or whatever now. But uh, yeah, I mean, she gave birth to Anakin. Ex- she said she couldn't explain what happened. That's pretty well. well. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think you could, Shmi. I, I really like how Qui-Gon is just so, like, oh, huh, yeah. that's interesting. Well, I mean, he's very, he's a wise man, he's open-minded. He's so, like, oh, yeah, I mean. It's like, perhaps there's just more that I have yet to learn. Of the perhaps course. there's a Sith Lord that, you know, <laughs> knitted you, knit, knit me together in my mother's womb. Yeah. Then Anakin, you know, he goes to his pod racer, and he, we see little baby Greedo, see, everyone's I favorite character. I miss that deleted scene where they're fighting, yep. where, um... What was it? It Little was Greedo think he cheated. Yep. 
And so they were fighting, and like Anakin was beating the pulp out of Baby Greedo. <laughs> and see, I love that because it That's showed amazing. how like emotionally That's motivated Anakin was, yeah. even That's at a little a good age. Point. That's a good point. Like it just goes to show that he was always kind of angry. Well, you know what's funny is that George Lucas said in the Phantom he, he did not want Anakin to be an angry kid. He wanted him to be really innocent. Yeah, well, he certainly is. Yeah. And then in Not Attack of Clones, of course, of Greedo. he did a little switcheroo and Anakin's super emotional. Yeah, but then like, you, you get another Qui-Gon moment. He's like, nothing, nothing you, like, uh, it was like after they were fighting, he was like, do you still think he cheated? And Greedo was like, yeah. And he's like, did you cheat? He's like, no. He's like, so nothing you can do will change his opinion. That's Ooh. actually, yeah, I, I know, remember that. I was like, that's, that's a pretty great, cool. that's a great sequence. And he, and he, he was, Qui-Gon he was like, if, if after fighting, like, you, you can't change their mind, there's no sense in doing it like there's no sense in fighting because you both have your opinions and that's just how it's going to be hey you know to each I thought that was so cool yeah anything with Qui-Gon I mean I'm going to love then uh, Anakin he's uh, working on his pilot racer Jar Jar almost loses a hand I wish he did (laughs) (laughs) and then he starts up his pilot racer it's actually it's a cool moment I actually really like this it was cool I really really like that moment when he's you know it's working. It's working. <laughs> you know, I like that. It's a good meme, but it is. You know, again, anything with Qui Gon, you just kind of stand there like chilling. And I love, I love the father son dynamic that is being built between Qui Gon and Anakin before yeah. it gets stripped away. Exactly, and that's the huge thing about you know Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. Yep, yep. That that this. round table talk. Oh man. Yeah. And then we get right after that we get the scene where Qui Gon is talking to Anakin. Sticks him. That's a yeah. Sticky thing. And then Anakin is just like you know he he's asking him questions about the stars and like what's out there. He's like I'm going to see all the planets. I want to be the first one to see them all. Actually, I like that line. Yeah. I like that line. I like that. I think that was another one of the, the deliveries. I'm like, oh, that's actually like a what a kid would say. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I like that. Fair point. And I really like you know it's and then we see you know we we learn about the midi chlorians. Okay, what's everyone's opinion on midichlorians? I couldn't care less. I do not have a strong opinion. I actually don't either. Don't have a strong opinion. Thrilling podcast. (laughs) (laughs) None of us care. Yeah, like to me, like I know there's a big hoopla around it. I was like, no, it's it's what it is. I I think, I mean, I totally understand both points of view. I like the idea that maybe it's just mysterious, and then I also like the idea that we can make jokes about the midichlorian being the powerhouse of the force. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like totally fine either way. I don't care. And yeah, it, you know, because they still don't fully explain what midi chlorians are. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like you know we know that they are the they're they just it's a it's a small explanation of this is kind of how we understand the force to work a little bit. Yeah. It's not like fully explaining. So this is how you force push. This is how you force pull. This yeah. is how this works. It's it's well, and and you know, one thing that hasn't really been discussed is it could be a two way thing, right? So midichlorians could simply be a way to detect how powerful someone is so say yeah. say the more powerful someone is the more midichlorians they have it's the not necessarily it's not necessarily midichlorians determine how powerful you are with the force it's just a side effect of being powerful in the force sure and at that point i don't have any issue with that at all either way i don't have any issue with it at all i'm just saying there's a lot of ways you can look at it yeah it doesn't it doesn't hurt me I think as far as, like, because, you know, the the Force is a very mystical thing. So I think for me, it makes more sense to have midichlorians as almost an indicator of someone being powerful with the Force rather than midichlorians causing someone to be powerful with the Force. He could influence midichlorians to create 
Die. Well, whatever, Jonathan. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, I just say that. I whatever, she. I was like, I was right there. I was like, I just came up with a pretty good theory. Yeah. I was pretty good. I was pretty good. And you're like, you can use a You know, it's, it's Papa Palpatine. Well, Palpatine doesn't know what he's talking about, okay? And there's one thing I know about Palpatine. He never knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> didn't expect that. Yeah. It's a, it's a good meme because, you know, he, he thought that, you know, the first Death Star blew up. Let's make another one. Second, let's, let's make another one. Let's Third make server. it too big to fail. And then, yeah, and then we'll oh, make... wait. <laughs> and then we'll make a... Okay, well, the problem was so, we made three big so, ones. So they're really good at attacking one target. Let's make multiple stars. So we'll make stars. 100 targets. I hate that with a burning passion. But I'm sorry. We got off track. Uh, they're vibing. Uh, Qui-Gon you know, goes and bets. I do like it. It's pretty funny when Qui-Gon yeah, goes he, to Watto. He, yeah. And he's like, you know, hey, uh, I bet that if Anakin wins... Um, you know, we get the part we need for our ship and uh, also the boy and his mother. And then Wado's like, no. And he's like, okay, the boy then. No fight was put up at all. Yeah. There was, you know, a kid, you know, the force, the Jedi Temple, you know, they do take away kids from their parents. That's kind of their shtick. Yeah. Which is, you know. I think a uh, controversial move. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's an interesting play right there. But, uh. Oh, it cracks me up because he just did not put up any fight. Yeah, he's like, okay, we'll just leave. Him he's like, okay, here. well, just the boy. We'll take that's fine, whatever. And then, uh, the, yeah, yeah, I never the, really thought about that. Yeah. He's like, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah, the boy then. <laughs> he's like, don't need the mom. Well, no, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like a, a total out of thin air because doesn't. Am I correct in remembering that he says, um, if we win, you get the the money and the pod racer. We get the part for free and like doesn't he try to put some more collateral up to even this like yes. he continues to heighten the stakes yep. to get him to agree to it yeah. so it's not it's not like he asks for nothing yeah it's just he tries to gain yeah. Watto's design the cultural uh, norms around gambling yeah yeah it's, but I just I, I do like how immediately he goes no and then Qui-Gon's like okay <laughs> if you say so it's like well I tried Drop a hard bargain. And then uh, we get the pod race. Hmm. Which... But not before a small revelation that Anakin's never even finished. That's right. That's why that's yeah. they do say that. <laughs> never up. never finished the pod race. And Qui-Gon's like, no, trust me. He'll win this time. <laughs> this is the one. I can feel it. The Force told we'll, me. We'll use the Force. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, this is the I will influence the midichlorians to win the race. But the the halfway point of the film is marked with this race. Love so it. cool. I, I, get pod race. I don't have a single complaint about this pod racing sequence. Not one? Not one? I, mean, I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> but <laughs> but no. No, I, I don't think I do. I, I, I just love it all. I think I do too. The dude that like got stuck in the beginning. The, yeah. The, the, ben Quadronaros. The, the, the cricket looking dude. I mean, just everything is perfect. You can't, you can't complain. Ben, ben Quadraneros is the most underrated Star Wars character ever. Is he the one that... Is that his name? I think Ben I was, I Quadraneros. Always, I always right? called him Cricket Guy. That's his name. I think that's a species. Poor guy. That was Legends. That was Legends. Up. Blew up. Yeah. Get Saboba. You know, it, which, which, one thing is interesting. Saboba viewed Anakin as a threat. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Little, little, yeah. little boy Annie. Which means that, obviously, when they raced in the past... When Anakin didn't finish, it must have been clear that... He had the potential. Yeah, mm -hmm. he had the potential to beat Saboba. Yeah, I think so. Which is interesting, because obviously why would he try and 
you know, stop some lousy kid. He knew he was good. He did. Maybe he just hated kids. <laughs> I mean, he did say that. Why did he say earlier? He said that earlier in the movie. He said, like, you know, next time I race, you'll be Bantha Poodoo. Classic that TV should have been the name of our top podcast. Yeah, Bantha Poodoo. Bantha Poodoo. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, then, you know, it's fun. We see all the racers come out and, you know, we have the two-headed announcer boy, you know. He also has two necks. Yeah, the two-headed two-neck, yeah. So, that's what's important. Make sure you get the details. Right? Of course. Okay. Two necks is weird. Or, two heads is weird without a neck. Really, if you just have one of the two, it's just, it's strange either way. Yeah, like, what I if you had two heads on a really long neck? Why, well, I, I was thinking how terrible it would be to have one head and two necks. That. That. <laughs> It's <laughs> insane like this, to think this, about. It's the grossest thing I've ever well, thought. That, it's like a, it's could, like a zero. That could happen like if one eight. of them gets beheaded. That's also. What gross. if one of them commits a crime, and the other one is like convicted as innocent? Yeah, I mean. So they behead the one, and then you're just stuck. These are the questions of galactic law. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of galactic law, I mean the pod race. You know, we all know it. It's fun. It's a, it's a good race. Is there anything like you know? It's we see Aura sing. That's I cool. love that she makes this tiny yeah. little cameo. That's, That's really cool. cool. Yeah. With yeah. her antenna. Yeah, her little antenna. It's a cool race. And something I did, I really like is that the first two laps, there's no music. Really? It, I yeah. didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. No either. music at all. It's just all sound design. Sound design's great. Pod racers sound great. Yeah, I sure. love it. Yeah. And the third race, the third lap is when the music kicks in. And the same thing in Star Wars Racer Revenge, if you've ever played the game. Two laps, no music. Third lap is when the music kicks in. That's and cool. it's great. I just, this is such a cool sequence. Like, to me, this, this whole so cool. pod race, it feels like Star Wars. It's that fun, yeah, it's absolutely. that fun, energetic, like, excitement in the movie that sure. you just feel and resonate with. Absolutely. And it, it's a great scene. It, it, it sounds great. It looks great. Uh, it, you got it, Big Fortuna in the background. I wanna, here's the thing. All right. So we know Jabba has a son. Right? We yes. know it from the Clone Wars. Stinky. Yep. That's his name? And, <laughs> and that's what Ahsoka called her. <laughs> called him I thought I'd block that from my memory <laughs> in the Clone Wars movie come here stinky it's, it's stopped here writing but what is the little who is the little hut next to Jabba in the in, could in, be Zero no it doesn't look like Zero he's smaller too he looks like his son he's a small little boy so maybe he had two sons I don't know I don't know neither do I that's something you know I was like wow I wonder who that is you know the, the thought of a hut having kids is the last thing I want to think that's fair enough. That's fair. Enough. <laughs> well, it's a cool race, right? Um, it, it's very fun. Just everything is so cool about this sequence. It's a fun race. It's a good one. And then, um, like to me, this is probably the the number one part of this movie for me. Like this is the coolest. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Greatest moment in the movie. What about Duel of the Fates, bro? This, I think, for me. Oh. No, I. Ooh. As, as far as like. Star Wars vibes go. I think this pod race is it. I wouldn't. I'm I'm spiced. I wouldn't begrudge you too much for that, honestly. Um, That's wild. Which which we'll get into once we reach that point in the film. But uh, I do think this is definitely one of the the shining gems of of the episode. Um, Of the prequel trilogy, honestly. I I feel like it lasts a little long, though. That's fair. It's a lot of the same for most of the ten minutes. Despite that. I agree, it's very cool. I'd say if they could cut, and I, I actually agree with you there, if, if they could have cut it down to like six or seven minutes, yeah. that would have been perfect. I think that would have made it very, very solid. But, but like everything from like the suspenseful dart, like I just, 
yeah. when, when things aren't going right and then when it kicks on that that initial sound when it goes yeah. like I can't do sound it sound design that, it's, it's great like that exactly yeah. like that it was, yeah. yeah exactly and it's amazing yeah I like the, I like the whole thing it's it's a blast from start to finish for me I, yeah. again, especially when that music kicks in the third one that da 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 I love that that's cool I didn't notice that yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm gonna pay attention now, but that's a oh, little detail. It was subtle enough that I just was immersed. Another thing, you know how they have those little screens where they can watch the pod racers? Yeah. Where are cameras in the rest of the Star Wars universe? Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, when they're slaughtering. Yeah. Yeah. Slaughtering cities. The thing that always got me is the Empire just doesn't believe in cameras. I feel like I've seen some use. I mean, so I well, guess it's, it's it depends on how, it's on how user, yeah. quickly you decide what counts or not. Um, like the entire Death Star. There are still screens and visual, yeah. like screen-based communication. Not all holograms. Yeah. So they must have some sort of like traditional camera interface and yeah. screens involved, like we see in, um, like we see Darth Vader use. Yeah. But they're not prevalent. And we don't usually see the cameras themselves. They're, you know, they're like incorporated into things like the probe droid. Yeah. It's not like, it's not a CCTV camera. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. part of the tech, it's integrated into the technology. And we certainly don't see where they're set up here. We're just yeah. left to assume they're creatively positioned. Satellite. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it's, that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's what it is. The Tuscan Raiders are, are out there running around along the field. It feels like a very classic video game hazard to have them. Yeah, could they shoot you in the actual game? I don't think so. I don't remember them. I I, I only ever played Racer the sequel, Racer I Revenge. Would, I would love to see a game like almost like a a remodeling of the old one where you could have essentially like split screen co op where like two people could be Tuscans trying to shoot pod racers <laughs> and the other two people are trying to dodge their friends' bullets. That'd be stuff. fun. You yeah, make it, uh, it's only once a lap. Make it like Ewok hunts. <laughs> What is where it? make it like Ewok, oh, yeah. where once you shoot them down, you become exactly like, the victim becomes a raider. Yeah, that makes it harder to survive. That'd be really cool. <laughs> Let's develop that, guys. We should, honestly. Band of Docs, new game. We need to get some license. Yeah. T M and R. Okay, I don't know which one's used for what, so I'm saying T M and R with a little circle around it. You can't touch oh, us. Oh, I get to trademark, trademark it. Yeah. Copyright. Yeah. copyright. All, all those good things. <laughs> I was really confused. Watermarks. Yeah. I thought like, that's some sort of droid. You know, guys, I forgot what they stood for. Pending. I forgot what they stood for, so I was like, TMR. TMR. We're yeah. in now. The, the droid. So, yeah. Uh, is there anything else about the pod race? Uh, I think that's about it, right? I that it's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. And then uh, Anakin wins the pod race. Oh, we did it! Yay! <laughs> Bygone's like, yeah, you killed it. And then Maul's like, oh, what's this? A child? <laughs> A Jedi, perhaps? I hate children. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing I hate, it's Jedi and children. <laughs> <laughs> and most of all, a Jedi with children. It's the worst. Oh. And then, uh, you, they, uh, they get the part, Qui-Gon's running back, and Danny's like, Qui-Gon, sir, wait, I'm tired. <laughs> Anakin, <laughs> Anakin, drop! Darth Maul is just ready to plow over him. I love that. I mean, his bike, I, I Anakin, his bike cracks me up. If I were Anakin, I would have been decapitated. Because <laughs> you'd be like, what? When someone says drop, I'm like, what you, drop what? Drop my things? Drop my luggage? Drop my backpack? What do you mean, drop? You know what? He's it, it, force sensitive, though. 
That's the only thing I can explain it because he nails that command yeah, like a trained I, clone. I would have loved it if instead Qui Gon just reached back into the force and just made him do like his hard face plant. Just freaking forced him down. Just whoa. <laughs> Anything to save his life would have been more effective. Honestly, it's it's a good moment, and then yeah, we uh, we get the duel. Maul's speeder is so weird, though. It's I like a, a speeder. I love it. It's actually. a half donut, man. It's I'm so cool. really into it. It's just I want to buy <laughs> I it. I just can't look at it. I love it. <laughs> it just watch it. I love it. I love his. Whatever happens to that speeder, it just disappears. He, he hovers, it hovers to a nice and gentle stop. Exactly. He's yeah. got he's to gotta go get it and ride back to at, tell Palpatine he failed. Oh, that's going to be fun. What a loser. It's probably all of the fabric he has to fight with. It's, 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 yeah, oh, it's, that's why every, every single time I watch that, I'm like, bro, why don't you so, lose the cloak? There's so much cloak going like, on. What are you trying to hide? Nobody's going to look at you. It's going to be hot. It's, it's a desert planet. You're wearing all black. All right? <laughs> you, you got the hood up. Throw off your cloak. You have robes underneath it. How did that hood not fall down in the oh, sequence? Because of those horns. That's it. You're right. He sticks it in there. Yeah. It's like Velcro. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly. It's got Velcro horns. That's, I think that's prevalent in all a, of those abrac like species. That's torture. Like you, if, if you catch a mall, you just rip off his cloak. It's like torture to him. Ew. Um, we about ripping off his horns. Pretty gross. No, it's just the cloak. Yeah, just, oh yeah, of course. But uh, we got a cool little fight scene. It's pretty nifty. They're doing jumps and kicks. and. Actually, I will say this. It's uniquely short. I think that's interesting because we don't usually have these quick spars and then suddenly part ways. That's, that seems relatively unusual in Star Wars. That is very true. You're 100% right. It's usually they were saving up all their choreography for the end. <laughs> that's like, right. That's right. They all saved the choreography juices. And then Qui Gon's like, Whoa, I think that was a Sith. He doesn't say Sith Lord. He's like, It was, it was well trained in the Jedi Arts. What gave it away? He <laughs> pulls out an entire lightsaber. Hmm. Happens to be red. Suspicious. <laughs> I'm not sure what it was. Force jumped over you. Yeah. Did like four flips. Wait a minute. What's your midichlorian count? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's, it's like in the bounds. He's like trying to stick him. Hold, hold. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> I want to know your midichlorian count. Well, like, ow, ow, stop. Sir, do you mind if I take a sample? <laughs> it's like, I need to know if I need to know if you uh, are more powerful than this kid. You want to do a little swapperoo? But uh, yeah, I need your blood. He flies away, and Anakin meets Obi Wan Kenobi. The vampire of Star Wars. Think about it. I I, I don't think I need to think about it. No, that's everybody. not true. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes through cities, just stick, stick, stick. stick, stick. What? He, he did that one time. I bet you he does it all the time. He was looking. He was looking for the chosen he was like, one. He needs to know. Yeah, he's always constantly, he's constantly just sticking people. Like, are you the chosen one? I'm just checking for infection. You guys are all infected. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Yawano has a higher middle Korean count than Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to guess. Mm, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he floats around all the time. Yeah, he's got, you know. He's got to. Exactly. Uh, Anakin meets Obi-Wan. It, it does start to a beautiful friendship. Truly. That ends in tragedy. Yeah. It's pretty sad. But it's cool. You know. And then uh, Anakin and Padme to meet mm. up again. You know, yeah. they're all like, mm. He made her a thing. He did. He made a little necklace, which comes out once more in the entire franchise. Yeah, thank goodness that was a really vital scene. <laughs> it, it literally has, it shows up. It was, a token, said, it was a token of his love. Oh, it sure was. That's what he said. You know, he said he said he'll bring you good fortune, mm. and then and then he killed her. It's like so. You think you have the power to bring me good fortune? 
You said the power to bring the power to save my life. What a loser. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that. I do like that moment where he's chilling in the ship and then he goes. It's very cold. Yeah, I think that's that's just moments like wow that. I think that yeah, really I think it's a, well, well, I think it's, it's a smart it's, moment in the writing. 100%. Yeah, because well, he's on like a desert planet, you know. And, exactly. And space is objectively cold. It's, pro- it's probably pretty so, cold. I've never been. So well, it's, it's probably vac- pretty chilly. It's a vacuum, so I, I assume it's yeah. pretty chilly out there. Have you never been? Is that so? <laughs> yeah, I've never been myself. Ne- never would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> Seem like a man who spends a lot of time in space. Oh, uh, you know, sometimes. Wait, you're talking. Neither of you guys have been to space. I haven't. Oh, listen, I uh, I don't I don't space and tell. <laughs> exactly. I can hook you up with one of my buddies. Okay, that's kind of spooky. Get some mushrooms. Okay, okay. They're at a different level. You know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. And then uh, we meet Chancellor Valorum, not Palpatine. I, I actually think he's a little bit interesting. I think I... it would have been more interesting if they gave him more than two minutes of screen time. I, now, I don't know much about the legends or the ex, like the extra lore surrounding him. But I can't really get a read on him. Like, is he is he like a good guy that we should kind of pity for being turned on, or is he corrupt? I don't know. So you know what? in the movie, we you know he says Padme says that he's been one of ardent supporters of the their movement. Yeah, right. And uh, act in legends, uh, his family has almost always been they've always been chancellors. Like his grand his great great grandfather was chancellor, grandfather before him. Like his he comes from a line of chancellors. Yeah, like. They've always been elected, and they've always the, the Valorum family has always been looked on very well and favorably. Does, or did they deserve that? Uh, from what I understand, yes. And then of course Palpatine did his little. He showed yeah, up in the yeah, Clone Wars because pretty much what what I understood is the Chancellor, the previous Chancellor, was fine, but Palpatine had um, the Trade Federation invade Naboo to show to almost make him seem weak. Oh, and so it was a it was essentially a way of saying, look, this is one planet that is in a complete lockdown. And he can't do anything about it because he didn't have they, they didn't have any military, you know, nothing about that. And so that was his whole thing. He was like, you know, if we get if I get elected, I can you know restore order and make sure like these people stay in check. But the thing is, it was clever because Palpatine was the one that ordered that blockade on Naboo to make the old Chancellor seem weak to make him seem better. He's very, he, he's very manipulative. That Papa Palpatine. Papa Palpatine. Yeah. Yeah. Florum, from what I understand, and at least in Legends, him and his family have always been looked favorably upon as, you know, as good people. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah, we're on Coruscant. We see Coruscant for the first time. Yeah, that's right. What? Really like Coruscant. Yeah, one of my favorite plants in the whole Really? I love Coruscant. Love Coruscant. It's it's so fun. You don't like Coruscant? No, no, I'm just... You said that. I'm trying to think of my favorite planet now. (laughs) Well, we know. Yours is Bespin. Yes. You like Coruscant? I don't really have much to say about it. Um, I I feel like we don't really get much uh, taste for Coruscant. We get the Senate and the Jedi Temple for Mm -hmm. a long time. That's all we see. I will say when we see like the Undercity in um, the seventh season of Clone Wars, yeah, I actually really like seeing a different side to it. Yeah, absolutely. Having like the greater complexity to the city, and I think that's for me when I start seeing like more potential to it. But I don't have anything bad to say about it. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy Coruscant. Always have. Scarif. Scarif's your favorite. That's a good one. Scarif's an excellent Scarif choice. Scarif is a good planet. Yeah, that's I a... wish I would like to see more. Oh yes. Play Battlefront too. Yeah, but go. I can't do it online. That's true. You can't. 
And then we... Uh, Soon, we, maybe. We get to see the Jedi Temple. We get to see Yaddle. We see Yoda. Ooh, we me. see Mace Windu. And Yaddle. Is Yaddle? Yaddle? Yaddle, I Yaddle think is Yaddle, this one, isn't she? I think, yeah. I think you're right. Uh, Plo Koon. Kiati Mundi. The, the council. I, I just really like the introduction of the council. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, it's it's cool. And then we see more uh, Qui-Gon. You know, the council not being happy with Qui-Gon. Classic. Yeah. You get to see your real poof. Yeah, real poof, yeah. <laughs> yeah, real poof is the most underrated character in the franchise. I would love to see him fight. That's all I want. I don't think he fought too often. But the thing is, was I th- feel like he's thing. kind of vulnerable. You don't say. <laughs> I mean, neck for days. You know, you can just <laughs> grab that thing. Honestly. With your, with he was, your yeah. like, one finger. And yeah. Just, yeah. That's probably how he died. I think that's canon. <laughs> I think Count Dooku I mean, was, like, it gives you're him, weak. It does give... Okay, just think, though. If he's leading an army of, uh, like, clone troopers and stuff... Yeah. And they are all like hiding behind cover. He actually has an advantage because his head and neck is so thin. It's probably pretty hard to hit with a bullet, right? Yeah. So he could just like essentially just lift his head over, get like you know almost like a periscope, just look around, scout, go go down, and then send his troops ahead with new information. He did die before the Clone Wars, though. So apparently, yeah, yeah, he didn't get that that maneuver didn't work too well for him. (laughs) Yeah, because. he did get punked. Well, he never got the chance to use that. Exactly. Now, so. you, you recently talked about edits, um, the special edition edits, and how specifically in this film, yes. we have a CGI Yoda. Yep. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't... I've I, never... Because yeah. I, I, I think the episode one puppet looks really bad. I, I he, It was always very charming to me. I think it's charming when I know the movie's ancient. I've, I've, mm. I've appreciated the puppets, but I've always thought CGI Yoda looks better. In oh, it definitely looks better. In everything. Well, it looks better... Like Phantom Menace, Puppet like, Yoda even, looks even worse Jedi, than CG. Like I, I thought it was cool that they had the Puppet I'm Yoda, s- but I think the CGI Yoda looks better. I'm so glad they used Always. Puppet Yoda for that. Always, oh, oh, I am too actually. 100%. So I, the unique thing, and I feel like that could almost sound like I was contradicting. Um, I like Puppet Yoda when the film is old. I like the charm of the yeah. old films and the original trilogy. I wouldn't want them to change that certainly. In Episode One, I think maybe just because of the age of the film and everything else, I appreciate how much the CGI Yoda elevates the the um, visual effects and yet once we once we're in the modern era we already expect things to look so well yeah i ironically appreciate seeing a puppet in the midst of a multi-million dollar film. yeah yep. i think it was cool but i think objectively speaking cgi yoda looks better he, he does but he the looks only way better. he's gonna fight that's for yeah. sure uh, yeah, I would love to see Papa Yoda fight. <laughs> that's incredible. You, you just see his arm like going like circles. I love that. And just that noise over Papa Yoda. <laughs> that's what I want. Honestly. We see the Senate chamber. So this is where it loses a lot of people. This is the big complaint, right? Politics. Yeah. Politics of Star Wars. Who wants it? I kind of like it. Really? I, I do. I used to dislike it. I but like... now that I understand like... Now that I have appreciated for Sheev, I think it's really clever. It's the manipulation. Yeah. I, I love seeing the ins and outs of the political spectrum. I think that adds more to the Star Wars universe. So I'm, I'm going to partially agree with you here. Um, what I find interesting about this is that we're seeing the plan unfold. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's interesting. For me, this isn't the example of politics that bores me. I am bored out of my mind on Naboo when we're first talking about the blockade. Oh, yeah. really? I couldn't care less. The first half of this film is incredibly dry to me. Oh. Here, it feels like we are actually building action. 
to see the events unfold for the next few films. Yeah. Like this really feels like the the starting point in a lot of ways for me right here and now in the Senate room. Yeah, it's a really cool room. It is. A room. I love the I love the Senate chambers. Be great for a fight. Uh, hey, George Lucas, yeah. like write that down. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to throw this. See how this is flying? You're gonna throw it, Frank Oz. Gonna throw it, Ian McDermott. Exactly. Get your games started. Yeah. Something else about the scene. I actually feel for. In many cases, we see Padme withholding her emotion entirely. Right. Yeah. In the role of the queen, in the in the queen's regalia, she's very stoic. But when she asks for the vote of no confidence, yep. She looks tortured. One hundred percent. Like there's actually emotion on her face. In the role of the queen, whereas previously I would say we never see it. Hundred yeah. percent, and that adds. I think that adds to what you were saying earlier about what who Florm is. I think that she believes Florm to be a good man. Yeah. But she needs to put her people first. Yeah. Like that's her role as a queen, and that if that means you know outing someone that she respects in order to save her people, she's gonna have to do it. And I really like that moment. Sure. Uh, it's a good moment, and then we see Qui Gon Obi Wan bonding later. Having their little bond and session where Obi Wan's like, Qui Gon, listen, buddy, I love you. You're a good man, but don't defy the cancel. Not again. Not again. And Qui Gon's like, shut up, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I want. Uh, it's like, you need to get some backbone like me. And then he dies. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sad. And then we see Anakin, he's being tested by the council. The council's like, you're too old. We're just seeing them make excuses at this point. Mace Windu is 100% like what chosen one, but you only need me. <laughs> Mace Windu's like, I am literally the most OP. Sorry, Yoda. I'm the most OP boy in this room. Like, I don't. Check my midichlorians. <laughs> um, I actually find this this particular scene makes it very hard for me to like the Jedi at large beyond Sly Gone and Obi Wan. Isn't that the point? Yeah. I do, and, and, and as a result, though, they, they're very dull and very temperamental to me. Yeah. I, I don't sympathize with them. I don't find them... Like, they're just they're just making excuses. Yeah. 100%. And, I, that, and, you know, the Clone Wars and all that, it really added to that depth of, you know, the council really was just... Corrupt. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even... I, would, I wouldn't say necessarily corrupt as much as complacent. I think complacent's a good Ooh, word. I like that, actually. Thank you. I, that, that's, that's, Word as well, I mean, I, they do. It's <laughs> well, like, I mean, yeah. a council like this, they need a lord to become interesting. That is what a good way to look yeah. at it. And that's the thing, because that is what literally one of the. We talked about this on, I think, underrated characters. And I, that's one of the main reasons that Dooku left the order was because, and he even explained this, Dooku, he put it so well. He said, the biggest problem with the order is Yoda. And hmm. it really, it, it represents the problem with the Jedi at large. And we see that in this scene. It's like, you know. You grow so comfortable with peace after hundreds of years, and you're just so comfortable. That's the key: is that they are so comfortable that yeah. like they don't want to move. Like they're they are, they're powerful; they're in a good position. The galaxy at large is at peace from what they've seen. You know, if you get down to the nitty gritty, obviously it's worse. But you know, they why they don't need the chosen one. They don't need the chosen one because if you need a chosen one, that would imply that there's something that the chosen one is needed for. Right. Yeah. And right now, they're at this moment with the Jedi Council is just specifically Mace Windu, I would argue. It's like, we don't need you. Yeah. Mace Windu is like the perfect representation of everything that's wrong with the Council. To accept the notion of a Chosen One would be to accept that there's weakness. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's the biggest... Cause they've built... They literally, it's what Keanu Mooney said there hasn't been a Sith in like a millennium. That's like <laughs> a millennium of 
Not like them like, yeah, not there, having any issues. There has been a Sith yeah. all along. I know. Yeah. For a millennium. <laughs> like, <laughs> under your noses. He's like, you fool. Oh, man. And I, I just love it. I love that Palpatine was able to infiltrate, literally, like, on their home turf. Yeah. Literally on the planet where the Jedi counts, the, the Jedi hub is, he's squirreling away and be like, oh, what's that? I'm going to play you like a fiddle. And that's, I love Palpatine's character in this movie. And it's just, and that whole scene with Anakin and the council adds a lot of depth when you really look into it, you know, with, with more detail. Uh, everything else after, after the, it, it, Coruscant kind of gets boring for me. Oh, really? Yeah, a little bit. Mr. Favorite Planet Coruscant. <laughs> a little bit. It, it's, it's my favorite planet of well, all time. Well, there's just so much. But I don't like the sequence. Here's the thing. Every, from the moment they land on Coruscant, which is like, to the when they leave the Naboo, there is nothing. It's only talking. Yeah. yeah. And I don't hate that necessarily. It's just some of the talking can kind of get boring. And that's yeah. when it can't kind of lose me. I do like, again, there's, so many, there's moments about it that I like. But like, in long stretches like scenes I like back to back to back to back without any breaks of lightsabers yeah it can lose me sometimes sure. sometimes but you know we see Anakin you know Mace Windu is laying back in his chair like an absolute tool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like he we will not train him he's, he's too old like you said more excuses he passed their trials he passed their tests and Mace Windu's like he's too old that's why you're like yeah maybe he is a chosen one but he's past the age limit sorry yeah. Again, that just goes back to your, what you were saying. Something interesting, though, especially about the arrangement of the scene, is that a few moments earlier, and, and I, maybe I'm poking holes just for fun. Please do. But a few moments earlier, um, when it's just Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, um, and Obi-Wan's like, please don't defy them again. <laughs> Qui-Gon's like, oh, you have much to learn. <laughs> Two scenes later, yep. Qui-Gon's ready to give him up and said, no, he's learned everything he needs. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. <laughs> Let really me take on a point. new boy I can influence instead. But he, really he did point. say he did say like uh, he has much to learn of the living force, but he's learned all he oh, could he from, from me. me. I, so I mean, right. like it yeah. kind of balances. I, I definitely feel like he was just saying that. To I feel like Anakin Obi Wan was probably feeling pretty bad. Like, oh man, you're trying to ditch <laughs> me for this little kid. You just this little womp rat you just picked up from that Tatooine. Is, that's gonna take a lot of trust from Obi Wan to like to know that his master. It's not personal. Qui-Gon is doing he believes to be for the greater good of everyone isn't that the great thing about Qui-Gon I love I love how after that though um Qui-Gon is like the council will decide Anakin's fate isn't that enough for you when he says that to Obi-Wan I'm like he's getting a little snippy there Uh, (laughs) he's got got a lot on his shoulders yeah Yeah. he really does he's like I'm going to be the father figure to this boy I hope I don't die and Caught him to spiral <laughs> well, emotionally it's, unstable. It's cool because, you know, Qui-Gon saw, and I think a lot of it was because, you know, he, he is old, but he also saw what Anakin had been through. He saw that he wasn't just, you know, a, a template from which to build off of. You know, he saw that this guy already had a complex life, you know, as is. And so he saw that he needed a father, not a master. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the whole tragedy of this, is that when Anakin lost father figure he gained a master and that's not what he needed do you think they ever would have permitted uh, uh, Qui-Gon to operate as a father figure I, I don't I, think Qui-Gon would have cared oh that's true that is such a good way yeah. to look at it and the, uh, you know uh, he still would have been like his master right sure. to the council, unless the council was like 
eyeballing them the entire time, like, hey, you're getting kind of maybe emotionally attached to this kid here. You know, emotions aren't our thing. You know, I think the entire galaxy, Bailey Galaxy, would have been very different. Oh, sure. Would have been very, very different. Um, But no, I mean, you know, we got Obi Wan was literally thrown from apprentice to knight to master within the course of 24 hours. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a lot to, you know, and Anakin, you know, was taken from his mom, given to this guy, and then given to another guy. It's. It's it's a sad, unfortunate thing. It's all because of Papa Palpatine. And I mean, that also kind of like testifies to Qui Gon, though. If you think about that, Obi Wan became a master at an extremely young age, and still was an exceptional Jedi. Oh yeah, exceptional 100%. warrior and everything. Which just means that Qui Gon, obviously, like even with rushed training, Obi Wan was better than loads of other Jedi. Which Very means true. that Qui Gon, Qui. Emphasize Qui Gon. Qui Gon was probably like we didn't really get to see much of it, but was probably one of the best Jedi alive. It, I mean, when we think about it, it all lines up by you know, when we think about it linearly because what Qui Gon was trained by Dooku, Dooku was trained by Yoda. Yeah, Yoda's like one of the most powerful, was the most powerful uh, Jedi at the time. It was. Uh, Dooku was labeled as the greatest duelist ever, like even more so than Yoda or Mace Windu. Yeah. And then, you know, of course he trained Qui-Gon and Qui-Gon is the, the Qui-Gon is like the perfect example of what Jedi should be. Oh yeah. I think you see that pretty clearly. I mean, and, and Qui-Gon is, is very similar to late Ahsoka. I haven't, oh yeah, for sure. Which both are great Jedi. I can see it. Like yeah. they both literally are cutouts from the Grey Jedi Code. Just essentially, they don't think that there's any particular grouping you have to be associated with. It's just what you, you do what you think is morally right. And, force. The yeah. whole, all is as the Force wills it. It's just the Force. There's no yeah, light. All is the Force. The Force. Then they they take Anakin with them to Naboo. I, I don't know why they would do that, but they did. <laughs> Come here, boy. Special or now. I guess, I mean... That is interesting. Well, I guess guess if if Qui-Gon... I mean, honestly, you really think the Jedi would have taken care of Anakin? (laughs) That's a good point. Well, I mean, they have the capabilities to at least keep him safe for a while. But you think... Qui-Gon was like, you're gonna learn firsthand, boy. (laughs) Honestly, like, I could see the Jedi Order almost, like, dumping him off somewhere, though. I don't know. You don't think? Not at all. That would be way too politically dangerous. Yeah. That would be way too... Especially with the expectation that Qui-Gon is apparently going to come right back. Yeah, no, yeah. that's way too... That would be way too... Uh, Palpatine would be like, well, look at these Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing kids away like they're nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, we saved him a lot of effort. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Man, I orchestrated this whole war. Oh, oh well. You could, you know. Hey, kid, you got a home? <laughs> come with me. Yeah. And then they go, they go to Naboo. Uh, take Anakin with them. They go recruit the Gungans. We learned that uh, Padme is the true true queen. <gasps> Amazing. <gasps> Never saw that coming. <gasps> Shock! I can't remember if I was shocked the first time I watched it. I think I was probably more confused. What? 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 <laughs> so Kira Knightley isn't? Because there are still there are still scenes earlier in the film where I I'm examining faces yeah. to remember who's in which role at the moment. Wait. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Keira Knightley is the the yep. duplicate person. So cool. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And uh, 
yeah, that's pretty cool. And they're like, you know, we need your help, Gungans. And Gungans are like, well, why should we help you? And Padme's like, well, I'm, I'm asking you as a, as a buddy, as a chum, as a friend. <laughs> it's a real pal. But it'd be a real bro move. And then he's like, <laughs> and then they're friends. Yeah, it was, you pretty much nailed it, actually. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'm gonna, it, it, was, it was a good effort. It was a, it was a good impression. Man, I love Jake Lloyd's face, though, when <laughs> when she reveals herself as queen. He's like, huh? I love Jake Lloyd. I love Liam's and Ewan McGregor's. Because <laughs> they're like, it looks like, like oh, huh. Obi-Wan's like, that's kind of shocking. Qui-Gon was right. Qui-Gon was like, I told you so. <laughs> I, like, it, to me, it feels like the Jedi are are kind of like pleasantly amused that yeah. they were slightly duped. 100%. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Didn't All see right. that coming. Yeah. Uh, I asked you to help us. No. I beg you to help. Like, that whole line. I hate that. That line is, is honestly. so bad. That is one of the worst no. things for me. I hate. Film. I beg you to help. It's, it's just so stiff. It's, it's, it's bad. really bad. It's not good. But, you know. There's only so much you can do with George Lucas's I ask you to help us. No, I beg you to help us. No, it was, it was, I ask you to help us. No, I beg you to help us. It's <laughs> so monotone. It's just yeah. flat. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> Which I'm sure was the direction. Yeah, because yeah. she was, you know, that's the queen's, you know, roles. So. I think that's one of the reasons why they all sound the same, so her uh, duplicates and protectors you know if, when oh. she had that voice they would all sound the same that is convenient yeah so they did their thing they recruited the Gungans um Palpatine checks in and oh. uh he's like it's unexpected that she would do this it's pretty pretty harsh move pretty aggressive and Maul's chilling like a straight villain I love Maul he's so cool what a cool dude very and then the finale starts, you know, when uh, there's there's fighting, there's guns, they're preparing for fighting. I love how the Gungan army is like so primitive, oh, yeah. but also at the same time advanced, you know, yeah. like their weaponry is very primitive, but then they have these killer shields, you know, it just goes to show that a, a culture, a civilization that never really is at war kind of prioritizes defense over you know offense you know it's very yeah. cool I, I hated playing them as them in Battlefront 2 hunt mode oh they were literally the, the Gungans were literally the worst don't hard. remind me they were the worst things ever you could not win I, I won maybe once they were horrific that was pretty bad it was not good get, give them something give them a blaster it wouldn't be hard come on then the planning begins. Jar Jar's pr- pr- promoted general, which is wonderful. Yeah, uh, everyone. I, I mean, I was character development. We don't see. We don't see. Um, what's the word? I don't. I've never been in. I've never been a general. What's the word? Promotion. That's it. <laughs> I've never been promoted. What's that? <laughs> um, we don't see a promotion that fast until episode nine. <laughs> yeah. That's the next time we see someone instantaneously become general. <laughs> oh, Lord, what? Well, I love promotions. Hi, me too. They only make great characters. <laughs> Just like Jar Jar General Binks. General Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. I want that on a t-shirt. Really think about it, it was really Boss Nass's problem that the Sith, that Papini was given <laughs> emergency powers because Boss Nass didn't oh. promote Jar Jar. Jar Jar wouldn't have, exactly. probably wouldn't have gone to the Senate. It was really, it was all Boss Nass, honestly. 
Boston Ass was at fault. Then there's, you know, they're vibing. They're getting ready to, their plan is formulating. They're going off. And everything starts happening. We see the Gungans uh, pulling up in the middle of the, the nice Naboo fields. The thing that cracks me up, though, is that the original Federation army was just there to protect, like, trade routes and to make sure people t- paid taxes. Because the Trade Federation army was used by the banking clan and then the Trade Federation. Yep. Yeah. And so, to me, it just kind of cracks me up that you would have an AAT to, like, make sure people paid taxes. Hey, you got A. Taxes are serious business. It's imagine opening your door and seeing a Hailfire droid sitting there and it's like, hey, <laughs> pay your pay taxes. <laughs> you pay your taxes. I mean, you've like, convinced me. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> say I mean, no more. Yeah, honestly. Uh, we get some cool moments. We, I like the gun guns coming out of this. It's a cool shot. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, the entire battlefield is in a Windows XP wallpaper. <laughs> 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 uh, that was a stock imagery that they stole it like hey this is copy and paste this it's beautiful it is it's, it's gorgeous uh, it, it makes me weep it makes me want to visit Naboo it see, makes me love the you can the see Gungans. the recycle bin in the top left <laughs> 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 you, you can see the top left corner over there <laughs> you, you know when that shield kicks on it's do 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 that's right pretty yeah. soon we'll hear it's the like, dialogue why, why is our technology making this noise look I mean so many scenes <laughs> When so they were all over the hill. If you're, if you're at home listening to this, just watch the scene. How many times you will just see a wallpaper background? You have me convinced, honestly. He probably copied and pasted. This, you stuff. can't like, convince me otherwise. Yeah, it, I, I think it, it's beautiful. Really, it, it really moves me emotionally. Yeah. I think Bill Gates got royalties for that scene. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. Whose art is this? Man. <laughs> but, you know... At, I like, I like, I, well, I don't know why Anakin's there the whole time. That just, I, I, why did you take him on this dangerous mission? Another thing is, if you have, okay, you know that scene? No training. The thing is, they have the speeders that can literally take out an AAT in one shot. You're telling me yeah, they, yep. that you have this kind of weaponry and you just let a couple of droids take over your entire planet? Well, I don't think Naboo had almost, had very minimum security. But they, they were, had a gun! Literally, the that's all you need. It's it was an like, armored tank. I, I really like everything from this moment on. The, uh, everything when the Naboo fights start to happen. The N1 starfighters are awesome. I love the Naboo starfighters. I love them. I used to have like the original like toy one. That's so cool. Yeah, I don't know where it went. Oh. I had it in New Jersey. That's, oh. I won't say anything, but. Then we moved. <laughs> I love the Naboo starfighters really classic uh and we get to uh we get one of the we get one of if not the greatest duels of all time it's it's pretty classic it's definitely a highlight it's it one of the best the music darth maul obi-wan Qui-Gon. it's it's great i absolutely adore it uh other you know it, it's a fun finale I, I don't know if there's much to you know really i i, I like how each you know you got jar jar in the gungan field you got anakin in space you got Obi-Wan Qui-Gon in the palace fighting Maul. You got Padme and Panaka uh, going through the palace. There's always someone to follow in each scene. Yeah. It's fun. It's enjoyable. And it, 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 it's all really cool to me. I really like all of it. I like all I like all the battles. I like the, the Gungan battle droid battle. I like Obi-Wan Qui-Gon versus Maul. I like Padme and Panaka and their team going through the palace fighting droids. I really enjoy it all. I really like the Starfighter uh, fight in space. It's all really fun and cool to me. It's a blast, and uh... yeah, I um, I I can appreciate that. 
for me, um, Naboo does not do a lot. Um, hmm. I'm just not the biggest fan. Like, I like it most in straight up Battlefront 2. Like, I think I like his representation most. I think here it feels very kind of like Earth pedestrian a bit, like whether it's the structure of the windows or yeah. just it feels very familiar and I don't love that as much. So yeah. when it comes to the fighting and the scurrying around, I'm less engaged hmm. until we finally see Maul come out of the shadows <laughs> and finally face them. But I will say this, right? As impressive as the fight is, and they obviously, from the last Star Wars film we saw, They've stepped up the choreography. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there have been some changes. Yeah. Um, but the way that it's shot, not my favorite. I noticed that The shots mostly, are strange. I, I, I noticed that mostly in the final room. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There's some weird shots. I noticed that, that too. I was like, that, that was some really strange moments I did not understand. And I, I assume maybe, I mean, it's not like they had a ton of experience filming that kind of fight choreography. Right. Perhaps they just weren't sure about some of the scenes and how they would capture and they simply had it edit together with what they had but for me something that I that has such narrative impact loses a little bit of its momentum for me when I watch that of yeah. course the music does a lot for it for sure pretty classic That's every, every time you think of, I think of Star Wars Duel of the Fates pops up in there somewhere I'll say this though for a, a long time yeah. I did not know Duel of the Fates as the song that shows up in this fight I thought of it purely as the song of Obi-Wan and Anakin's fight on Mustafar. It wasn't Duel of the Fates, was it? Was it not? That's Battle of the uh, Heroes. Yeah, I think it didn't. Well, it's not Duel of the Fates at all. I think there might be some notes from Duel of the Fates. But it's about, I'm very sure that is called Battle of the Heroes. I think Heroes. it's a different... Battle, why have I never heard the terms Battle of the Heroes? Is that what it's called? I've never heard the words Battle of the Heroes. It's not as good as Duel of the Fates. Is it, I thought it was the same thing. How many... How many fake edits have I been watching? <laughs> have I ever seen? I'm pretty the real sure film? there are notes from Duel of the Fates in there. But yeah, doesn't it go like dun 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 dun? dun, dun what song dun, is that? I have no. That's Mission Impossible. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you yeah, had me really confused. <laughs> I was like, what the world? It's like, I, I'm pretty sure. I, da 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 da. I can't. I think I probably did it wrong, but it was supposed to be Mission Impossible. That sounded like Mission Impossible. Cool. To me. Cool. That was, yeah, that's what it was planned. Yeah, okay, hold on. I've. I'm doing some hardcore Wikipedia research. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I have to cut the silence. <laughs> I, are you, is, do you know what it is? I could have sworn it was Bow of the Heroes. I can tell called. you what it is, is it's fire. It is fire. It's dang good music. It's a dang good track. I love those edits where it's like, dun, Corn dun, on the car. That's incredible. <laughs> have you heard that? No. It's like they edited all the words to be like food. For Duel of Fates? Yeah. Battle of the Heroes. No, it's it's like it's it's for Duel of Fates. Huh. I think somehow we might both be right. Huh. Um because like it's it's Mission Impossible? Maybe it's uh, No, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I said when I said we both, I meant me and Johnny. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. No offense. Okay. Um but what I'm reading with this infallible research, of course. Is that Duel of the Fates makes an appearance during the Yoda and Sidious fight? Uh, that makes much more uh, sense. That is 100% true. Yep. So, yep, yep, really, yep. I have no credibility. They're, well, the thing, <laughs> is, the thing is, that makes sense because they're kind of merged together. They sound very similar. Yeah. And they're both epic. Yeah. They're both beautiful. They both make me weep and cheer at the same time. But, you know, yeah, Phantom Menace, Duel of the Fates. It, and then, you know, we. I love the, I love the generator room. It, it, it's, it's really cool, cool looking. Yeah. I think it poses some difficult issues with the lighting, though. 
Yeah. Like, it, I never noticed it too bad. I, there's just, never been any moment where like, oh, wow, I can't see you. I feel like, well, because I don't really know how hard they went with practical effects yeah. and CGI at the same moment to cast the light on the actors, sometimes the exposure feels very strange to me. And it makes it feel weirdly green screeny. But okay. I don't because I have yeah. really no idea how they put those scenes together. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what to put my finger on. There was definitely a decent amount of blue screen. I can only imagine. Yeah, there was a de de decent amount of blue screen. Obviously, that's most of the prequels, but you know. <laughs> uh, it was a great. I really, the choreography was good. It was. Uh, it is good. Tragic. Yeah. I just, I just. What? What on earth can a Gungan do against a Droidica? I mean, Jar Jar killed one. Yeah, but I mean. Because <laughs> he's a Sith Lord. He, the Droidica is killed by comic relief. Hey, what else? Like, How let's else? be real. What's like, the best, best just, way to go out, if you ask me? Like, I'm just saying, they, they got sh like, there was that scene where like three of them rolled up and just deployed their shields and just started mowing down. Well, the one where he, got, he didn't get his shield up in time. You know? He's just like, I have that problem with Battlefront 2 all the time. <laughs> get decimated. <laughs> decimated every time. Like, bro, I, this is not like the movies. I should be a serious threat here, but I'm not. I'm a fan they, of Menace, Joinica, that Jar Jar Binks shield. Once you get that shield up, it's game over. For oh, it absolutely yeah. is. That's uh, the difference between a Gungan shield and a Joinica shield. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to walk up to a, a Joinica and stick their face in the shield. Yeah, it's like, hey! I'll do it. Okay, Josh. Well, <laughs> Rex did it. He did, too. Well, when he did a little... Don't want that thing. No, no, he actually... There was that one episode where they're, they're on the wall. Remember? Oh yeah, he did. Pistol, and he goes. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, Rex is Boom. a different breed. And then, and Rex, that's cool because the the bullet like bounced all around inside. Rex is on another level. Rex is a different he's, breed. He's on that H and L, a that whole mean? nother level. That is absolutely hilarious. I never would have made that acronym association until just now. It's H and L. H and L. Yep, that's what I call it every time. Whole Why is it spelled with an H? Whole another level. I just realized w? that. Why is it? Where's the W? Because it's funny. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Why is it? And another is an A. Yeah, that's why it's N. H A. Yeah, because it's. And so it's half. Why don't you say half? No, that's wrong too. Because it would be. Say wow. A w A. Who wrote this? George Lucas? <laughs> it, would be, it would be a wall. But that's, that's not what I'm saying. H, H and L sounds so much better than wall. I love that. This is this is top tier. Please leave well, five star yeah, rating. You wouldn't say A. You would say whole another level. You would say whole other level. So it'd be W O L. Okay, but still wall. wall. I still I still don't know what to call this. <laughs> it's, it's wall. I don't think I can sell this in my personal conversation. It's it's, it's wall. Put that on your t-shirt. H and L. <laughs> Put that on your t-shirt. Yeah. So you, H and L uh, is still wet. This is Duel of the Fates right here. <laughs> H and L. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> uh, man. Oh. Is it? it Good fight, uh, Ray Park. Ray Park, Park clutch. Honestly, good. That means you know, ooh, I don't know if he's a good man, but he's, good, uh, he's good a good fighter. Great, he's a great man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know my personal. Way. I don't know. Yeah, personally, he, I don't. He could not be. He might not I be do, a good man. I, I follow him on Instagram. I heard he's. he's and I heard he's quite a controversial figure. Actually, I really? know nothing about him. I just see. I know his, he can just okay, do a just, real kick. I just see him spin sticks. <laughs> real good kick. He, he just spins sticks. Great jumping and fighting. That's what's important. He's a, he's a Sith Lord we've been looking for. Is he really controversial, though? I heard some interesting things about I just him, see him, which spin, I'm not going to slander on twirl stuff and whatnot, and I thought it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the advantage of separating the art from the artist. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Maul is great. Know nothing about Ray Park. But uh, Qui-Gon, uh, they fight, and then Qui-Gon dies. It's a, it's a you tragedy. Think, you think after, like, charging up with battle medita meditation, he would have, like, stood a better chance? But Maul is angry. 
what I find interesting, and I, I've always just wondered this, I don't know any lore or legends information to back this up, but I've always been curious if it was Darth Maul's choice to fight with really anything at his disposal. He kicks. Yeah. I don't yeah. usually see Jedi kicking. He uses his hilt. I don't usually see yeah. Jedi using melee combat with the hilt. Yeah. And I wonder if it's just his willingness to use anything that takes Qui-Gon by surprise. I mean, he took it right to the face. That yeah. is a really good point. The only thing I would say that is you do see not so much well, in the movies. Obi-Wan kicks early in the but, film. We did say that. Yeah, so, yeah. so Obi-Wan, specifically Obi-Wan, you yeah. see kick a lot. And you know, Darth Maul's double blade saber is very uncommon. Darth Maul's style of training, at least in Legend, yeah, Palpatine taught him to very, be very unorthodox. Yeah. yeah. He was like, you're, he's basically just animal instincts. Just do whatever you can. So you're... But in Legends, that's what Palpatine said. So, I mean, that makes yeah. that lines up. I mean, he was just very animalistic. Very, you know, uh, rage warrior focused sort of thing. Did they did they bring him back to do the choreography in in Season 7? I think they did. They did. Ray Park came back for Season 7 in Clone Wars. Because it feels very true to the choreography we see yeah, here. Yeah, and you, it's because, yeah, it was Ray Park, which I love that. They did motion capture. It was great. It's some of the best looking choreography we see in animation. 100%. It was so good. What a good fight. Go watch that now. Go watch season seven of the Clone Wars. But uh, Qui-Gon dies. Simple as that. It is. It, it, it is. Mm. And it makes me sad. It's sad. Obi-Wan yells, no, before Anakin did it, before it was cool. <laughs> 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 and then they fight, and then Obi-Wan, uh, somehow, even though Maul had the high ground, yeah. he bests him. So, again, it's another situation where I'm just trying to scrape at random ideas to explain what happened, because... I can't understand that The all. entire massive jump that Obi-Wan makes Gave leaves, him vulnerable. leaves him vulnerable. And even the flip, how long he takes... It takes, like, a solid two seconds to, to swing his... It's, like, seven seconds of Maul just staring. Yeah. He... I, the only way I can possibly explain that is just total sheer overconfidence. He, he couldn't even fathom his at this point prey his prey doing something so audacious to get the upper hand and that's but i mean mean, i'm like grasping at straws to explain i will say that i will say that actually 100 percent makes sense for his character when you watch the clone wars he's so overconfident all the time in and i think um, all the time pre-disney the lore stated that he had never lost a fight nope he uh in uh i do know in legends he Actually, I don't know in Legends. I know in canon, he killed one Jedi before this. I would expect more, truthfully. Yeah, well, because Palpatine didn't want... He didn't want to reveal himself. Oh, that, okay, that makes sense. So, Maul literally... He, he defied Palpatine. And said, he basically, he found an apprentice and said, you're going to duel me. And he oh, gave her... He, uh, it was cool. It was actually a really cool comic. He, that's like, me. He, like, he let, let her go and said, I'm not going to gut you. I want you to fight me. So, he gave her a saber. And it was uh, it was really cool. And, uh... Yeah, and then they fight, and then Maul, I mean, gets killed, in parentheses, gets yeah. cut in half, falls down a shaft, but then Maul's yeah. absolute rage, as He's we learned, is his in greatest... two-part two, two Maul. Genuinely incredible. And then we see a really cool scene where Obi-Wan's holding Qui-Gon, and it's very sad, and Qui-Gon's like, train, I need you to train Anakin. Yeah. Obi-Wan makes that Which, promise. And the thing is, that's the only reason why Obi-Wan trained Anakin. I would it's because he believe made that's true. I think like you're he, right. he cared nothing about the kid until Qui Gon was like, "You have to train him." He didn't have really any reason to be emotionally invested. Exactly. And I think that's hundred. They did not have Qui Gon Anakin bonded on Tatooine. Obi Wan was on the ship. 
Yeah. There's just they've had like what maybe two words together. Yeah. The only reason well, he did that is because the master said, "I need you to train him." And the thing, like, kind of like Dave Filoni said in that, in that uh, like round table yeah. uh, talk show, he was like, you know, Obi Wan always refers to Anakin as a brother. Yeah. That's like a big. Anakin trick. didn't need a brother. He yeah. needed a father. Hundred percent. And hundred percent. So it's like it's sad. Like he said, it's like that duel was a duel over the fate of Anakin. 100%. Because it changed, you know, who he was as an individual. If he had grown up with Qui-Gon, he would have had that nurturing father figure he needed. For sure. And, uh, but, you know, Obi-Wan what we get. didn't really have that bond with him, so. Yeah. But, yeah, that whole kill between Obi-Wan and Maul always confused me. But, again, I think what you make sense, what you said makes sense is just his overconfidence. Because that's just been such a. I still. Char- I just, it's been his biggest character flaw, and it's he is so arrogant, and his rage is just so blinding. He often just does not seem to. Think. There's just no way. You know, it, it's happened, and then he came back and he fought Obi Wan and died again anyway. So <laughs> he didn't learn from his mistakes clearly. And then, uh, Anakin I blows up the ship. Know, I still want to know how he ended up going from Naboo to that trash planet. It's it, it was something about when that he was at the bottom they they literally took him like there was trash at the bottom they literally hauled him by accident and dumped him on that planet hmm. yeah, something like that yeah but uh, and then you know obviously uh, Anakin blows up the ship everyone wins everybody wins Qui Gon dies it's sad well, Qui Gon doesn't win no uh, that's saying no Qui Gon does not win mm-hmm. he, he 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 wins the the best price of all and that is death eternity in the force if you will. Yeah, and uh, they put away the good old Cato Nemodian boys for a long time. Uh, everyone, the Trade Federation leaves. We uh, we we get Qui Gon's eulogy. His uh, not eulogy. What's the word? Eulogy is not the word. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know what word you're searching for. Tell know. me more. Yeah. <laughs> eulogy is when you. What is eulogy? It's when you like deliver uh, a speech, right? Death, yeah. Yeah. There's no speaking. He's just he dies. He, he's cremation. You were looking for the word cremation? I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just at a loss of words. Uh, me too. Yeah, yeah. Ironically enough. And he, he burns. He burns to death. Well, not he was already dead. But he burns. And then... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he burns to death. Sure. Anakin almost did that. He dies a second time. Uh, it... it, it. It's sad. And then basically New Yorker like, well, his butch was destroyed, Master of the Apprentice. And then we all know Papa Palpatine is still alive. So is Maul, but we don't know that for a while. I don't think, we don't know that Sheev is Palpatine at this well, point, do we? We kind of have hints, I, but I don't ooh. think it was spelled out. It's not spelled out, I don't yeah. think. No, but we all do, right? Everybody, we're supposed to know, because it was Palpatine, right? No, I guess I they didn't use Palpatine think, in the original trilogy. No, they said they're emperor. At which point do they put E. McDermott's face in the special editions. Uh, Post Friends of the Sith. It was after really? Friends of the Sith. Mm-hmm. Oh, so perhaps really, fully, this it, is it was this just is speculation a, territory. This is a second reveal, essentially. With, 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 with I can't remember again. I can't remember if I was like, <gasps> is that Palpatine? I was far too young to know. Can't remember. Couldn't tell you. But then we get. Well, I love. I love the music at the end. I love the final music. Not bad. I love that. It sounds exactly like that. Thank I you. want that. I want that orb. <laughs> Me too. We we all had one of those as a kid, didn't you? The little yeah. I never had uh, one. I always yeah. wanted one though. Oh, uh, we always, everyone had one. That's what I thought. Get out of here, boy. And then it ends. 
Ten mm. minutes. Yeah. It's over. It was it. That was the end. I mean, yeah, that's it. That's how it ends. So, what's... Uh, what do you think, Ethan? I don't love it. <laughs> it's so, I just... I don't love it. I give it a 7 out of 10. That's pretty high. That's very high. <laughs> <laughs> I give it a 6. I give it a 3. That is... Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Well, so, we obviously went through everything, but... Yeah. What's, like, the... I, I say three. I I don't hate it, right? right? Just in terms of where it rests in in just what I'm interested in. If I were to rank it, it's you know it's where it is. Um, mm. it, for me, it doesn't really do much in the first half of the film. Like I said, the pod race is the halfway point. Um, almost literally, I think it really is truly yeah. the halfway point. Um, leading up to that, it it is just very dry to me. I say that with a caveat though, because. Um, if you like the Gungans, if you like Naboo, if you like those things, then it's gonna remain pretty interesting. Yeah. For me, uh, I don't, I don't really like the Gungan city. That's not to say I have a strong opinion. It's just that it's not that interesting to me. Every time I start the movie, I'm just kind of waiting for the whole first introduction to get me to the pod race. I could easily start this movie at the pod race. Yeah, yeah. Because it's after that that the political intrigue starts building. With, like I said, the Senate, that's still pretty interesting. Um, but as a result, like, you know, we talk about um, in, the, in the Attack of the Clones, how there's so many scenes we would fast forward or skip. Yeah. You know, we said that for years. Even when it was cool to hate them, we would say, we just skip through these moments. Yeah. And even now, when we learn to appreciate them, there's still a few. For me, it's the whole first half of this film. As a big chunk. I could just jump forward I, to the bot race. I get that. I get that. But I still think overall the movie is a good movie. As a good movie or a good Star Wars movie? <laughs> a good Star Wars movie. Okay. Yeah, but I, can respect I, also, that. I also like the movie as a whole because, you know, it's Star Wars. So it's a good Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a horrible. Like, you know, I've seen worse movies. Yeah. Captain so Marvel seven is a worse movie. Seven is a high rank. That's. I mean, yeah. I can. I'm not gonna argue with that. I appreciate the fact that someone think, likes the Phantom Menace that much. But I mean, it's it's for me. It's a lot of nostalgia. That's fair. Like a uh, lot of a lot of it for me is nostalgia. This and Attack of the Clones, both of those movies, see, I have like just my childhood memories of Star Wars are with these two movies. See, I don't like Attack of the Clones. So so in many ways, Attack of the Clones is low. We're reversed on these two films. Yeah. That's I interesting. Think so. That was pretty dang low for me. It's one of it was and still is one of my least favorites. There's uh, there's a lot of things in Attack of the Clones that I like seeing. Well, see, it's funny because it sounds like there's a lot of there's maybe a lot, but there seems to be quite a number of things in Famous that you like, and you could hypothetically want to like. Is that a fair way to look well, at it? I think it? want to like is true for pretty much yeah. most of the prequels. <laughs> Everything that is like the. The least favorite half of all the films. Yeah. You know, what yeah. I mean? if I were to put in a ranking, the bottom half, I would want to like more, sure. Yeah. I wish I enjoyed The Force Awakens more because I know a lot of people still do like that one. Yeah. Um, you know, Qui Gon, yes. Darth Maul, yes. But it's. I wish they did other things or more things with them that yeah. I could spend more time with. And it's just the way that it's served up in this film is less appealing to me. Yeah. That's fair. It, I think for me, the reason why I do, and Zach probably said the same, is the fact that 
you, why you don't like it makes sense because you, you're not interested in Naboo or any of those things. I, I love Naboo. I love the look of it. I, I love the costume design of the Queen. I like the costume design of the Queen. Yeah, I, I, think it looks, I think it looks really cool. I like the look of it. Uh, again, Battlefront 2 really makes me appreciate it even more mm-hmm. when you yeah. really get down into it. I love the pod racing. I love Qui-Gon. I love young apprentice Obi-Wan. I love Darth Maul. I love the intrigue of Palpatine. I love how double coin side is so spooky. I know. I two-faced. Two-faced, you what know. <laughs> I love Palpatine. I love... And I can... It, that stuff makes me get through the stuff that I dislike more. Yeah. And there's nothing in there. There's nothing in this movie. I'm like, okay, I absolutely abhor this. I do not hate Jar Jar Banks. I do not hate Anakin. I do not hate Jake Lloyd. I do not hate the political uh, drama. There's nothing in here. I'm like, okay, I absolutely cannot stand this. Okay, so something you just said there. um, The things that you like carry you through the things that you don't. Yeah. I think for the in that exact same metric, it is why this falls lower for me. Hmm. I think that's a great way to describe it. Because um, yeah. for me, there's not quite enough to take me through yeah, okay. large chunks of the film. But there are certainly, um, like like Empire, yep. and like The Last Jedi, there are, there are elements in it that I find really amazing and really mm-hmm. fascinating. It's just how much the rest of it does for me. Yeah. It leads Empire to be pretty much in the middle. And this and The Last Jedi to fall lower on my scale. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, The Last Jedi is low on the scale because that's just how it is. <laughs> that's just an objective fact. You know? Well, it's, uh, it's, it's an objective fact is what it is. I mean, after I, was, after I watched The Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi bumped up. No. It really did. No, it didn't. It, it really did. It didn't. <laughs> rank, rank, the, rank the sequels. I'm interested to hear. The sequels? Yeah. For me? Force Awakens. Number one, like as far as like best to worst, yeah. is Force Awakens. Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi. Okay, and yours? Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. So in descending order. Yeah. Or Force Awakens. Yeah. Force Awakens favorite, Last Jedi second. Rise of I would say Rise of Skywalker, Force Awakens, Last Jedi. We all have different rankings. That is like wild. We, we all have Force, Rise of Skywalker is your favorite? I just think it's the most fun. That's insane. <laughs> my my standards had dropped so low by the end of. Last Jedi, that I just had a fun time. I didn't expect much at all. I'm just really, I'm just, I was worried you were gonna say Last Jedi Force Awakens. No, I'm not. not, I I really like Force Awakens a lot. No one liked the Last Jedi like in the number one slot. Makes me happy. I mean, they they're out there. Force Awakens is high up there for me. Like in Star Wars, I really like Force Awakens. Yeah, you weirdos. Yeah. Oh goodness. But that's interesting. I appreciate the way you kind of. Kind of explain like what about it is you enjoy and how much that does for you. I appreciate you telling us why you didn't like it. Because I, I think it, <laughs> I'm just sitting over here. It's like it's a good time. <laughs> just, it's a fun time, guys. Uh, well, is there anything? I know. I figured you and I are pretty much the same. Yeah. Is there I just, anything else in there? For me, it's it's a it's a mix of nostalgia. I'm, I'd be I'd be lying if I said there wasn't some nostalgia. No, I told you. Yeah, me. That makes but, sense. But um, I think it's just a there's. I think it's kind of like what Jonathan said. There's sequences in it that, for me, that's what I kind of choose, I guess, to reference the film by. Yeah. So it's like the the pod racing scene. When I think of Phantom Menace, my the first thing I think about, and really the only thing to think about, are the dual fates 
and pod racing. I completely agree. And so for me, like because I love those scenes so much, I'm like, this movie is awesome. Just because those yeah. sequences are oh, just wow. my favorite. Okay. See, I, I think about those two. I, I every time I think of Amnes, I think of Duel of the Fates, the music. I think of the music. I love the music. I love the vehicle design. I love. I think this looks really good. Love I love that. The small bike could look without. He's weird. <laughs> Why does he have hand feet? I'm totally, dude. I'm, ironically, can't. I'm totally fine with Zabulba. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm chill, man. I can't. Zabulba's he's so fine. gross. He is gross. He's a gross he's little boy. He's, 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 he's sort of like if Jack Sparrow was a frog. He's <laughs> honestly. He's like, Wait, what? Do you see that? If you get Jack Sparrow and you get a frog, it's kind of. Like I was Zabulba. thinking of like. It's um, the perfect Venn diagram. Frog and Jack Sparrow in the middle. <laughs> it's Zabulba. <laughs> Please tell me you see this. I was thinking more like a messed up Gungan. I see that too. <laughs> you must see this, Jonathan. Please calm yourself. No, I'm I'm not with you there. Oh God! Come on! It makes no. so much sense. Jack no. Sparrow and a frog. <laughs> see the thing wait, is, wait, wait, wait. In terms of what, like personality, looks? Not personality. <laughs> no, in terms of like the character design. He's got the oh, beads because he's very frog-like, yeah. and yet he has all of, oh, exactly man. like the beaded dreads and like in Swab's character, they're like amphibious. <laughs> when nice. I think of Extensions. when I think of Jack Sparrow in Star Wars, I think Hondo. That's a hundred percent. That's that's a good comparison. Hondo, you're not. That's a, that is a good comparison. Hands down, Hondo is the Jack Hands Sparrow of Star Wars. Or Swab. Come on, guys. I Just can't do that. Diagram this out. I can't. You'll see. No. It. If you can, okay. If, no. If you can Photoshop a picture of oh my gosh. like Jack Sparrow on a frog. Oh, it's already done. <laughs> Fortunately, Industrial Light Magic did that for me, and they put it in the frame. <laughs> uh, oh, frog that, body. That really. It's, it's the body of a frog. <laughs> no. And the facial hair, quote unquote facial hair, what on earth? I can't. Of Jack Sparrow. It's, 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 uh, as you would say, objective. I still think. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh. It's, it's uh, objective uh, fact. Yeah. It oh, is. It's objective opinion, is what you. You gotta yeah. say, though, his pot yeah. raiser. Is it cool? Oh, no, his pot raiser is great. Cool as pot raiser? No. I think so. Uh, Anakin's, Anakin's is, is really Anakin's really is cool. more iconic. I, I don't think so. It's the color, really, it has, it's the color scheme for me. Blue and yellow, West Virginia represent. See, that's why well, I, it's I, the, the reason I don't like it. The flaps <laughs> in the front. I like cool. I like the Anakin's yeah. power racer, but I, I love, don't dislike it. Sabalba's uh, is but Sabalba's is an icon to me. I like Sabalba's oh. a lot. Listen, I think yeah. the reason is because I practically own Sabalba's pod racer. You so therefore, oh, you drive in it every day. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you know, like I think for me, it's one of those things like you only want what you don't have. That makes so, sense. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just what a functioning pod racer. Exactly. That is, man, that's wild. Well, that is so. Awesome. I really can't get over that comparison. <laughs> I really, it's I really need I really, to see I, that. I, I, I don't think Hondo is the perfect fit. Hondo's, yeah. Hondo's a really is yeah. Pretty good. Pretty he, good. he literally is Jack Sparrow. He oh, always is. He always like accidentally gets drunk. his way out of if trouble. If Disney didn't own them both, they could sue themselves. Who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know who stole my character? Of course I know him. He's, He's me. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but okay. So final ratings: six out of ten. I would give. I would give six panthers and and three one brass. Oh, okay. I am. 
Seven Banthas, no Wampress. Still seven, right? You know, yeah, I think so. But, okay, so That's we're counting. I appreciate that. Are we are we counting as if I was to negate for the nostalgia? Well, powerful. Six Banthas, five Wampress. Okay. That sounds a lot. That sounds by you know I don't I don't understand our metric system at all. I don't either. But <laughs> six Banthas and five Wampress sounds like more than seven Banthas. No. Wamprats are points. Wamprats are points. That's what I've always gone by. Yeah. So like five Wamprats is like point five. Yeah. As an ardent listener of the show, that's also what I think. <laughs> Bro, you you and I are like the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> How can I understand this more than you? I'm a guest. <laughs> I just always BS it. That's okay, fair. I'll give six Panthers and... What did I say? <laughs> Why am I one You said three... You said eight. Didn't you say eight one? I don't know. I wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well now, what what is it? So I would give six panthers and what'd you say? Five one? I said five. Hmm. I'd probably give six panthers and like two one press. I, I think I would give um three very hearty banthas and one of them has fleas. <laughs> Give, I give you two so like two healthy banthas and one malnourished mantha. I mean, you can with a broken tusk. Can you ride it? Can you ride it? Yes. Hey, that's which, that's which a really good way to look at it. Is another question. So through only so three banthas, yeah. no one prats. Just as it is. If, I mean, if you're if you're feeling if you're feeling a glass like of blue milk, I guarantee you, and in that glass, scraggly banthas, I'll give you three banthas and a glass of blue milk. That's where I am, right there. That's pretty solid. That I think glass of, glass of blue milk is like or, a courtesy. Or that milk will get you far. That's or like you could just go with the animal that makes the blue milk. No, no, no. That's no. like no, this is different. Oh, no, I don't think I need that. What is that? What this is, is that? This is like a, if it's anything it's like a, green milk, I don't want to see it. It's like a gudra. A gudra? Yeah, like what a Pokemon. Good name. Oh, Bro. I don't know Pokemon. This is not Pokemon. This is not Charizard talk. <laughs> That's we, the only one I know. We can start a pod. We can start a podcast. I know him and Pikachu. Yeah. Squirtle. There you go. We are somewhere else altogether. <laughs> well, that's a, that's that was a that was a good episode. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Sound, it seemed good in the moment. So I hope you hope you all liked it. Uh, come back next month. <laughs> uh, come back next month for our Attack of the Clones mm, pod. Fun. It it should be interesting. I'm not gonna like it. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> What's wrong with you, Jack Sparrow? <laughs> Jack Sparrow Frog. I couldn't mention that every time we're on here. Oh, every time. We're like, oh, oh yeah, it's yeah. like Jack Sparrow Frog. Yeah, like we need that. to make that like our. That should be our uh, new official like, mascot. That should be, yeah. Like our new image. We need to get like somebody to Photoshop. Disney will love that move. Yeah. Well, you can. We don't need a Photoshop. We just take an image from the Phantom Menace. Yeah, we can just get somebody to draw like a random quote, a random pirate. On top of a frog. Nondescript pirate. Yeah. <laughs> John Cardinal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for that, the clones because this is the, this is the first time I'm gonna be able to say I don't like this. I'm looking forward to hearing you guys. Yeah, you're gonna come back. I am. <laughs> we would love for you too. I'm on retainer. <laughs> I only charge yeah. a glass of blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you we'll give you a band and half a glass of blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be bantered right here. Well, you can have your you scraggly... turn the system against me. <laughs> you can have your scraggly banter back. I don't. I don't yeah. Need that. <laughs> oh, I we will rent you a hearty banter to ride here on, and then give you a glass of blue milk here. How gracious! And then you can walk back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll need the banter here for later. 
well, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> speaking but, of speaking of Bantha's walking, you guys ever notice in this be I think good. it was season one, was it episode four when the one dude on in the Mandalorian. You have psychopedia. Oh, okay. Okay. No, he doesn't like he doesn't like encyclopedias. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Anyway, you ever you guys remember where that one dude a speeder and he got back and then Mandalorian was only like one hour behind him riding a Bantha. It's, uh, it's, I think, the blob logic. When something's slow and shouldn't catch up to you, and yet it is an unstoppable force. Isn't that, just, like, it's like just, Jason Voorhees just and Michael in, Myers. In my head, I'm picturing a bantha just, like, sprinting on all fours like a dogwood. That's my Just, so. like, freaking... That's terrifying. Just this... That's my sleep paralysis this, demon. I would pay to see that. I think it's hunk, incredible. This hunk just, like, galloping. Let's re... Oh, you know what they should really do? We need to make an animation. Yes! They should... In fact, they should remake The Lion King with just banthas. <laughs> I would love to see a pride of Banthas. I love it. That'd be incredible. How majestic could that be? Far better than a mane. Give me a Bantha in the wind. <laughs> That'd be better than the live action Lion King. I think so. <laughs> Everything just like just bumped down a few octaves. Just like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was, we, were, we hope you all liked it. Yeah. It was very fun. Again, next month, Die of the Clones. Ethan's coming back if he's willing. I'm here. If we don't scare him off. Uh, and this, I'm actually gonna be able to trash talk a movie for once. Yeah, this is it's gonna be a nice change of pace. I don't think, wait, so. you know, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I've trash talked a movie yet. You, I guess you haven't. We've I've, trash talked a lot in the sequels a lot, which are true. dude. I'm going ham. <laughs> It'll like I'm gonna beat those things to an H and L. This guy, <laughs> <laughs> it, it won't catch on. Yes. <laughs> It already has. With whom? Everyone. Yeah. I didn't know. I missed that in my mouth. You also missed the ratio thing between Banthas and Lombrats. So I really did too. I'm really. I, that's amazing that you. Chance. You came up with that. That's actually incredible. I just BSed it always. I was like, oh yeah, this sounds right. I believed you the whole time. <laughs> you betrayed my trust. I've been exposed. Uh, well, guys, I really, really appreciate y'all tuning in. Ethan, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you. It was a blast. I'm sorry you had to sit through the movie. <laughs> uh, come back next month. Uh, next week we'll have. We don't. We don't know what we're gonna do we next week we as yet. But uh, we'll do something. We'll do something. And it'll be fun. But uh, come back next month, last Saturday, for our Attack of the Clones pod. Moving on through the prequels. So we'll see you then. All right. As always, have a great day. Bye. <laughs>